The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. running on a Thursday. How are you, Brigade? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. He is Dave Sherapin. I am Matt Peralta. We are with you here for the next hour, two hours, however long we want to roll here on a Thursday. Live on Twitter, live on YouTube at Boston versus the book replayed on Sports Grid TV, Sirius XM channel 159. Don't know what that jersey you're wearing, Dave, because it's so busy. What would you call that? Just a playoff jersey? How are you on a Thursday? Baseball, bro. Good morning. Hello. Good to see you, hear you. The brigade is here. Everybody's in the chat. They're coming in. They're piling in. They know what time it starts-ish. We've been on time so far this week. We've been rolling with that. How do you um, feel about that, by the way? This is this is now four straight days of being at 1.30, right around 1.30. I like it. <laughs> We're going to mess it all up next week because it's G2E, yeah. but that's oh okay. Yeah, really mess it up. We're going to let you guys know when we figure it out because we got meetings, people coming to town. Listen, if you're coming to town for G2E at Sports Talk, Matt, DM him at Boston versus the book, DM the show at Sports PK can sig. You can't DM me. My DMs are closed, but you can tweet at me and then we'll tweet or DM that way. We're setting up meetings, we're talking to people about the show, about things that are going on for the rest of the year. Etc. Etc. The Super Bowl is still here in February. Yes, they haven't is. rescheduled it, despite the fact that F1 construction has taken over the entire city. Driving around this place has been tough. The sphere, oh. you'll be there Wednesday in a week yeah. from yesterday at the show. There's a lot of stuff going on. So we're going to move the start time. It'll be an East Coast early time. Wednesday. You know, show. Um at least once, maybe twice next week. We got to figure out. I don't know who's coming, but we're setting up some stuff. It'll be fun. Um, this is just uh, baseball, busy. bro. This is it's, busy. Look, this sleeve <laughs> got the National League and all the teams that are out. Oh, nice. <laughs> the this curse. team got the American League With one and team the that's Orioles, out. the big, you know, oh. The main teams are up top because they're the big cities. So New York and L.A. What's Tampa? Sorry, Yankees, you're out. What's, what's Tampa? Tampa's there, and then it just goes. I mean, all the emblems are all over, front and back. They're everywhere. Busy, yes. Busy. Baseball, not today. But we got a recap. We got it. We got well, Kincaid. We got yeah, all kinds of stuff. We got Kincaid here in one minute coming over, so he's already in the green room. So we'll, we'll get him up here in, in just one second to break down Philly. As someone who has known Bryson Stott for a while. What what was that like in your house? What was that like for you? Uh, I mean, that's only the second Grand Slam. Shane Victorino is the only other Philly to hit a Grand Slam in the playoffs. It's Bryson Stott and Shane Victorino. That's a pretty cool company to take for a kid that's been in the big leagues for like a cup of coffee. 
I'm getting choked up thinking about it. <laughs> I'm getting literally, I was so excited when it happened. I think about them games. We were at, he was freezing at UNLV and we're sitting there with, you know, watching his games. My, my daughters and him taking pictures, us going to Reading to, to hang out with his brother, Brennan, who I worked with, and then going on a field with Bryson after and taking the pictures and hanging out and having lunch after. Seeing that moment, man, you just realize like the grind is so real. And he knew he was looking fastball <laughs> and he hit that ball 412 feet. The building erupted. I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it. I was texting with his brother last night. I said, I, I, I'm so happy for you, him, everybody. Like, I can't believe this is all real. And then, like, you see Bryce and him hugging in the dugout, you know, all them battles they've been through at, like, you know, Valley High School and all the Green Valley High School and all them years. To just see it and have it happen like that, I, I, I was – I felt like a proud dad. I'm not related, but knowing somebody – and seeing where it started and seeing that, I was out of words. I, I was so excited when it happened. It was, it was cool, too, because in my class yesterday at UNLV, there's a kid locally from here who was an athlete at the same middle school that Bryce had went to. And I guess there's like an athlete hall of fame at this middle school. And Bryson's on there, but my student's on there, too. Oh, and, and so he said, yeah, my claim to fame is, is that I'm next to Bryson Stott on our middle school hall of fame. I said, really? He said, yeah. He goes, he's in the Hall of Fame. I was like, do you guys like know he's from Vegas? And like most of the kids knew. They're like, oh, yeah, we know he's from Vegas. So because obviously because of Bryce. So you have two Vegas kids in Philadelphia representing the Phillies now powering them here to a huge ALR, NLDS series starting on Saturday. Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, the, the crazy uh, everybody's using the word juxtaposition a lot of on the, on the content space. I've, I've, I've picked that up. So you see Philadelphia and the way the crowd is erupting and alive on every pitch, yeah. watch that home run without the announcers, that video is circulating around so good on the Twitter. It's, it's literally like you're in the park and you can feel. I would watch a game like that. Right. I would watch a game. Shut the announcers off. Let me watch the game as the fans are watching the game. I would a hundred percent. I want the camera angles. I don't need the nonsense. I want the angles. How, how good is it? Like, you you know, and you hear they were singing the chants and all this yeah. other stuff. And then you see the game in Tampa. <laughs> it's a and morgue. There's, there's 19, 20,000 people there. I don't know if anybody, half of them weren't even watching the game. There was nope. nothing going on. They, I mean, then they got down quick and it was over. And, man, it was just. Tyler so was behind home plate. Was he? Yeah, Tyler. Tyler got, got, got seats behind home plate last night. Wow. For that game. Oh. Well, can we blame him for them losing? Is he the jinx? Or he probably had Texas. I don't know. Oh, you're frozen. Look at that face. Mikey, Ooh. awesome. Field day with that one. Oh, Hold boy. On. Eyes closed. Eyes open. Okay, okay. snap your fingers. You're back. back. Okay, good. I was, just, I, just try, I was trying to bring on Mr. Kincaid, and it ended up getting – it froze me. I don't know why that happened. Hopefully, that's All not right. a precursor for what's going to be happening. But let's go to Philadelphia right now and let's get in. our guy, one Mr. John Kincaid, coming back on the Boston versus the book. There he is. Get him on the program. How are you, sir? How's well, look Philadelphia? At me. Look at me. I'm bloated by around 15 pounds. Okay. I am. I am. That is my hair, which I look like I fit in on this show more with this new hair. Don't make <laughs> and, fun of it, John. You look great. And, and uh, and then and then I t you know I, I you you pull me up and I look 
and Dave looks like some bad '90s white rapper <laughs> with that outfit on. He's got like he's got like Nana Shaw with like uh, logos painted on it. What is Hell that? Yeah. What is that? Oh. He he would not wear that back in Philly. Yes, he would. No, oh, 100%. Oh, he, wore it, he wore it. He wore it at the All Star game. That's where he got it. it. Was on the West Coast, but he would wear that. Right well, down the All Star game's different. That's a different <laughs> thing. You wouldn't wear it. On, let's put it this way: you wouldn't wear it on October fifth in Philadelphia. That would that that just. I mean, seriously. <laughs> right down. What was the name? Of, what was the name of your album? White Milk. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Listen, I'm lactose intolerant. I wouldn't name it White. <laughs> that milk. should be that should be the title of your album. <laughs> lactose intolerant. That's it. Don't make me start <laughs> rapping. Yes. Me oh start no, doing. he does rap. John, he oh, does. Really? Don't he make does. me start once a week. Me. Once oh, a week, dude. he comes on. Yes, and you, know what I, you know what? I, have, I have seen that. So I have seen that happen. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're great, John. Great to see you. It always um, is good. You know, we'll, we'll get to the other stuff here in a minute, but you're in sure. Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in outside of Philadelphia, by around 30, around 30 miles of downtown. How great is it again to have this red October? I mean, this is, the, and as you get older, it gets better, doesn't it? Like well, the baseball run is different than anything else. There is. It's this city, though, and it's funny. I'm sure that Bryson has told you about it. I mean, when it's b- baseball, this city, if you, if you offer it a crappy baseball product, it does not care. If they get a good baseball product, they go overboard to the hill, which is just really crazy. And Red October is a thing. My wife laughs. She's only lived here for a year and a half after we relocated from Atlanta, but I grew up here. But the news starts, action news starts, and it'll be 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and we laugh because it'll be like, all right, shooting downtown today injures four. Uh, there's a, uh, you know, somebody knocked off the Walmart. But the big story in action news, Red October. <laughs> and everything, and it's all about, and, and she'll say, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. the, first three, the first three stories are about the Phillies. Yeah. Where, where, where's everybody going to party for the game tomorrow night? What's on your menu? Uh, you know, here's, here's last night's, it, it's bizarre, but everybody just goes overboard into red October and tomorrow, I mean, sa- uh, Saturday, oh. we get to start a whole new round of it, which will be awesome. So before we get to the brave series, which I can't wait to get into it. Cause it's going to be awesome. But when the Phillies are in the postseason and the Eagles are four and oh, this feels like a conflicted city because the, the Sixers are a disaster and James Harden, no one wants to talk about the Sixers and the Flyers are the Flyers. I invited James Harden on today with us and he refused to show up. He said he's not coming. So, you know, I mean, what, what can I say? He's just, he's, he, I'm sure he's out at like a club risque right now or something. <laughs> yeah. With, what, Meaning, it's, with, it's, with, it's 2 PM. Yeah. With, Mer- with Mercedes and Dotson and, uh, and Chrysler. <laughs> he's so lunch, what? He's having lunch with them right now. What is the order right now? Four no Eagles, oh. Phillies playoffs. Who's taking, you know, who's in the A block for the show? Red October. Red, uh, the A block, the B block, maybe even the C block right wow. now. And the Eagles rarely get shoved into the back seat, but they're in the car seat. They're in a car seat right now. Wow. 4-0. With everybody, because it, it's 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 a little difficult because this city, one thing it doesn't do well is great success because we've never dealt with it. And when we have a football team that is just absolutely awesome, a baseball team that is one of the just hard charging fun stories, the football story more reflects other cities. You know, maybe when Tom Brady was in Boston, you guys know that, but to me, but here it's more about 
you know, we're more about the Rocky story, the underdog, the scrappy yeah. team. And they oh, no. love it. And they love these Phillies and they, they love them. They love the players. They love the personality. We did, we did a lot on the show today about the fact is I've never seen in all my years of being around sports and doing what I do for a living. I've never seen a team where the youngsters are engaged and ingratiated into the veterans as fast. Usually the veterans are like, I, I, I watched it in Atlanta forever where veteran players back in the era of, you know, the Glavin Maddox Smoltz era, where the youngsters would go in that locker room and they were told you'll be seen and not heard, you know, just, mm. just do it. Put your head down, go to work, do the old school. Philly is anything but old school. They mm. invite the young, the youngsters come in and they have a personality on the field and off day one. And that's a credit to, it's a credit to the Phillies organization, but it's also credit to the veterans yep. who let it, who let it happen and are, are cool with it. Um, they love the Phillies. Do they love them in the series against the Braves, John? Because uh, Braves are minus one fifty. Okay, that's a big gap. That is, and it's well, surprising, but it's not one? because it's the Braves. So they're minus one fifty favorites, my, and it's going up minus one fifty five in some places. It might be one sixty now. I haven't looked. Well, but suckers the, are born every minute. That's Woo! what I'm saying. They beat them last year, and yep. if they can get. They, uh, Wheeler's not starting game one. Wheeler's if, going game two. Nola will go game three. So who's I, going game one? Well, there's a big discussion about it this morning. In fact, we had Jeff Francoeur on this morning who still owes me his entire broadcast career, but I've never <laughs> seen a dime from him. <laughs> and, and he's playing. Like Jeff Francoeur, is, uh, he's, doing the, he's doing the series on TBS, and I said to him this morning, are you freaking kidding me? I said it started out with you doing a once-a-week half-hour on Buck and Kincaid in Atlanta with us, we had to like hold his hand and walk him through broadcasting. Just he, he thinks he's six two and good looking. That, that, that gets you on TV. Look, look, at the three, look at the three of us. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, you know. But I mean, I talked to I talked to him this morning, and Ricky Patalico is part of our station uh, as part of our afternoon drive show. And Ricky does Phillies pregame, postgame on television. And so I had them both on and had them talking back and forth about a lot of the series. And I've got to tell you is that uh, the Braves last year were 14 games ahead of the Phillies. Guess what they did this year? 14 games ahead of the Phillies. Uh, I think that, and I've heard people around the Phillies organization talk about it. Is it really important to, to win your division, get a week off, and now the, the, the best team in baseball draws the Phillies? I mean, baseball, mm -hmm. baseball doesn't recede mm -hmm. and having last year, both teams that had the buy in the national league lost, yes, both did. of them lost. Uh, and I talked to Brian Snitker back at the beginning of this year, love Brian from my years in Atlanta. What a great, great guy. And Brian Snitker was like that week off screwed us up. Like it was, it was a, like it was the week off this year. They played simulated games in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they played two simulated games. It actually reminded me of some of the years where I've covered, you know, the Atlanta Braves, where they would have that many people in the stands. Uh, but it was, it was, so I was glad to see that back up. They're good people, though. Atlanta's good. And Atlanta organization, they should be favored big over the Phillies. The problem is, I think the Braves have fallen back into their old habit at the moment a little bit of they really are built. They do stuff for 162. They worry about 162, whereas the Phillies did not care about 162. They just cared about getting in and being as healthy as they can. They went with the six-man rotation from the All-Star break. Yep. Who does like who does that unless it's necessity or let you know it's something like that? 
they uh, they purposely went with the six man rotation in order to have Wheeler not be out of gas in October like he was last year, have Nola not be out of gas like he was last October, and they still made it to the World Series. This was their strategy. They went with it. I necessarily didn't agree with it because I grew up, you know, in this industry. I, you know, my first full-time gig, which went 20-some years, was in Atlanta. So I saw the Braves and we were the Braves station and got to know Bobby Cox and, and yeah. everything. And so I sort of bought into that 162 matters thing. The Phillies threw that right out the window. They Is that, I mean, for you, what's that like for you personally when you have these two teams on a collision course, only, only one will advance? I mean, are, are you conflicted at all? Please, Matt. People are talking about me in two cities. What's this ego? Are you kidding me? Are you serious? I have two cities obsessing on me. It was great. The best thing in the world was when, best thing in the world, my years in Atlanta, were when Philly and Atlanta would, would just, because I never hit it from day one. I was starting on the air, Buck and Kincaid, my first year. So it was the first year of our show. We, we debuted in 2000. And Larry Munson the great voice of Georgia Bulldogs uh, gave me some advice. And I was like, uh, I said, Larry, you know, he he pulls me aside and he goes, Hey kid, let me give you some advice. My advice to you is you're not one of them. Don't try to be, don't ever try to be one of them. Amen. You're, you're an outsider. Embrace being the outsider. And he said, and they will eventually accept you and love you and welcome you in. But don't ever try to be them because you're going to look like a Yankee carpet-bagging fraud, I think is sort of like the terms. <laughs> and the weird, yeah. thing was, weird thing was, he was Sounds from freaking... Like this the thing is, though, he's from freaking Minnesota. It was the great Larry Munson. But, oh. he, was giving me, but he was giving me the advice. Don't, don't, don't... He said they welcomed him into the family and he became voice of the Braves, voice mm-hmm. of the Falcons, voice of Georgia Bulldogs, legendary. But he told me, don't be something you aren't. He said, you're not going to pull it off. And so it was great advice. So I was the black hat. I mean, I was right. the black hat for, for most, <laughs> I would say for around 10, for our, the show ran 20 plus years. We were, I would say the first eight, nine years, I was black hat. Yeah. I, and then everybody just sort of accepted me like their obnoxious drunk uncle on Thanksgiving. I have to let this person in every day to my life. <laughs> but I'm just going to like sit him at the kid's table and hope that he, you know, hope he's bombed by halfway through the Lions game oh. and stops talking about who he voted for and uh, what, what what he thinks of the, the kid who lives next door. You this know, it's like that type of thing. This is P. Rolch's career in the South. I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. I'm mm-hmm. listening to this and I'm like, this <laughs> yeah. is the same thing this guy did while he was, right. you know. And you're, I can, I, I'm, 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 I'm imagining Matt in, in Alabama. And the thing is, though, is that <laughs> What the, what the weird thing is, though, is that, Matt, it is, I think you'd agree, the Southerners are welcoming, much yes, more welcoming, much more welcoming than the Northeast, much more. Oh, because they, oh, they, they want you to be like them. So they want yes. to make you part of them. The Northeast people are just like, get out of here. We don't want to deal with you. Right. You're not from here. You're the an Southerners outside. at least give you a shot. Yeah. yeah, they really do. And I loved my time in the South, but I would tell you this. When I when I am on my deathbed, I will, which hopefully isn't coming soon. Not any uh, time well, soon. Well, wait a minute, that's in me. You know the, the things that I'm getting. I'm doing chemo right now as I talk to you. What's wow. science? It's amazing science. But uh, yeah, I got this little pump. Uh, you know, gives gives me my poison. So I call it my uh, pump the poison. So I can do that, but I can do it right when I'm sitting with you. But when I'm on my deathbed someday, I will be thrilled that I 
got to at least do a chapter of my career back home. There's nothing like it. There's just nothing like it. Waking up in the morning going, oh, my job today to make a paycheck is to talk about Red October and the Eagles. Are you kidding me? Because I'm excited about both. And I had a dream last night. Ooh. I had a dream last night. What you? What was it? Well, I was doing chemo. Okay. And I had a dream while I was doing my chemo at the, I do two chemos. So I Are your dreams crazy because of the chemo? No, it never, never. It happened yesterday afternoon though, though. I had a dream. So I'm doing my one chemo yesterday and then they give me a pump that they put into my chest uh-huh. and, I take it, and I take it with me and I, I wear it for like 42 hours, 44 hours. And then I return it and they unhook me. And, and so that's my, my second chemo comes that way. And, uh, I had a little dream. I took a nap. I fell asleep. I fell asleep in the, in the waiting room. I was so tired. Then they got me back in my chair. I reclined, I fell asleep. And I had a dream that me and the two of the guys I work with were in a car and we were driving to a parade coverage and we were talking and I'm trying to go, I'm in my dream going, where are we driving? Cause I, I, it was weird. And it ended up that we parked the station vehicle and it was an Eagles parade. Oh, so, and I was hoping it was a red October parade, but if you told me at gunpoint, I have to choose one, right. I'll, I'll take a, another, another Super Bowl. Like uh, I, I, I love, I've seen two world series. I've only seen one Super Bowl. I promised I'd never ask for another one. So I'm not asking for it. Yeah. I promised. <laughs> I went to church, you know, the church that's um, diagonal to Mandalay Bay, right yes. next to where the horrible shooting went down. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, when I go to Vegas, I'll go to the, I'll go to Saturday afternoon mass at that church. Okay. So the day before the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm in Super Bowl hosting a party at the Bellagio. And so I go to, I go to, uh, the church for Saturday afternoon mass. And I wore my, I wore, broke all rules. Catholic school kid from Philly always follows the rules. I wore my Eagles shoe, my Eagles Nike shoes. I wore an Eagles jersey, everything. And I signed the book and back. And I invoked every one of my dad, whose birthday would have been today, his 99th birthday would have been today. I invoked my dad and all of his brothers and all my other uncles who indoctrinated me into Eagles football. And I wrote it in the prayer book. And said, "Fly Eagles, fly!" In the prayer book, took a picture of it, and uh, when they won that Super Bowl, like that, that church is always special to me because it'll always be like, okay, I, I, I was there the day before the Super Bowl. You know, it was did just you awesome. cry when they won. Did you get yes. a little tear? You did. Yes, absolutely, I, I did, and it was weird because my my wife and daughter were in Atlanta, and my daughter only really at the time cared about sports at all because of me. Only reason she didn't give a damn. I mean, her dad's a sportscaster in the city she grew up in, and she only had lived there. And she took more abuse for it than anything. Just like oh. people being like, because she was in it. And so she leaned right into it. Oh, nice. Oh. I mean, Good. she like she would have been the subject of one of Dave's rap songs back in the 90s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ballsy little girl. Like she, she, she literally would give and take with the boys at her school. And it was a, a big sports factory. I mean, Sean McVay, the, the Rams coach was one of our state championship quarterbacks, oh, you know, wow. at the okay. score at Marist and uh, back in the day. And uh, Olivia's taller than him right now, by the way, I think. <laughs> and uh, I love, no, love you, Sean. Love you, Sean. But he, uh, but- He's having a baby suit. You gotta be nice to him. Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> did you, and did you, and Mrs. McVeigh is very attractive. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? He did well for, I guess. Focus, 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 come on. Okay, so, I mean, I, I look at, I got to forget where I even was. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of Mrs. McVeigh. Let's, let's ask you about this. Let's go, yes. let, let's let's spin it off the, the, the field sure. and go to the Eagles. They're at the Rams this week. 
There's a lot of rhombuses and parallelograms and, you know, bad guys. Everybody's saying the Rams are the side plus the points. Really? The Eagles are undefeated. Nobody wants to give them any credit. All they do is win. There's no style points. The main thing is the main thing. I love oh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Fortune cookies. I mean, he seriously, speaks, though. He speaks in fortune cookies. It what do you mean, seriously? Do you want to, do you want to live in a Nike commercial? Yeah, I want, I want every I want, damn day. I want, yeah. some, guess what? I want someday. I want somebody to throw Jay on some truth serum in, in, in his coffee and just let him just speak because he speaks in fortune cookies. He, he speaks but, in, he speaks okay. in Nike. He speaks in Nike commercials. Correct. But John, product, John, think about his career. Thing. Think about his career. Okay. Yes. Everywhere he's been, if he says anything that's even remotely controversial, it all blows up in his face. I mean, he gets, gets benched for Tua. And he goes to Oklahoma. He wins the Heisman. He goes to Philadelphia. He's not the guy. No one believes in him. Everyone's right. questioning him. Like right. he's he's had to be questioned his whole career without having to say a word. And if he does say anything about it, what benefit does it have? I, I get why he's such a, a walking cliche because I wouldn't say anything either if I were him. Well, to me though, it doesn't allow me to see the genuine Jalen. True. What I do see is a guy who is a damn hard worker. Mm -hmm a great representative of his team in his city and a fine gentleman. So, I mean, those things are great. And those things probably help to make him great, you know, as part of what makes him great. But I'm going to tell you right now is that I just, I would like to see Jen, Jalen a little more comfortable in his own skin where he'll speak out and speak up. Like right now they got this whole thing. We got our new offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, mm -hmm. who was given, who was given the job because he was Jalen's like best friend. You know, he, he was his dad, um, he, he, you know, his dad, coach Brian Johnson was his dad's quarterback. And then Jalen was like the kid on the sidelines dealing with Brian Johnson and everything. Mm. And I say to all that, I don't care. I don't care about family history and crap like that. I think of the fact right now, when I watch the Eagles, that the offensive coordinator is over his skis. Ooh, I don't really? believe it. I think the pace of the game is not going well with them right now. I don't like the pay. I don't like the, the the offensive play calls. If I see this one more time <laughs> on Sunday, send in the play. Come on, let's go. It drives me crazy because I didn't see that with Shane Steichen. Mm. And so, if you're gonna if you're gonna if the Eagles are an, a, a new team with a new head coach, and they bring in Brian Johnson and they bring in Sean Desai, and these guys are gonna learn on the job, I'm okay. When the team was four eleven and one under Doug Peterson the year before, and he got fired. When you go to the Super Bowl. And you go toe to toe with the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's 35 35 with less than four minutes to go. I'm not okay with the new hires being people who are learning on the job. Mm. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not happy with it. I, I, I don't understand it. So, are, they, uh, are you saying they're going to lose this weekend? In no, I think, no, in fact, I think this is going to be the coming out party. Oh, I think this is going to be a, uh, a perfect conditions, perfect track. Uh, AJ Brown can't be, can't be, he can be contained. Yeah. He, he can't be stopped. I expect a Devonte Smith game though. Oh. I think Devonte Smith is going to, I think there's going to be so much attention paid to AJ Brown that this is going to be the Devonte Smith game. Okay. And that tends to be the history of how it works. And they're dying to get the ball to the tight end. Uh, Dallas Goddard. He has not, I mean, he has not yeah. looked himself yeah. and I blame again, I blame the offensive coordinator and I blame, sometimes I blame Jalen staring down, whatever wide receiver he wants to hit because God, God has been wide open yeah. half the time. So I'm thinking about some of those props and I know you guys always will give you, you give some player prop ideas and yep. things like that. I think Dallas Goddard may be worth a sneak peek 
on Sunday versus the Rams because their linebackers they cover what they cover people in in intermediate passing game sort of like I would. So I, <laughs> yeah, don't make fun of the cancer patient. Dude. I was going to say, can you still That's cover intermediate routes? No, okay. right, my, my own father, my own father said once. You run like you have a piano on your back. <laughs> and Thanks, I'm like, Dad. I'm like, Thanks. well, you get great, but, but you give good effort. Oh, okay. Yeah. Effort That's great. Guy. So I'm the effort guy. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, dude, I could line, I could align a, 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 a giant shelf in my bedroom of the team spirit award. <laughs> the best, you know, uh, uh, coaches, coaches, X factor. Oh, God. Kind of crap. In other words, Kid who tried really hard, yeah. always ran his mouth, was very supportive of the team and everything. Yeah. But really, where the hell do we hide him? You can only have <laughs> where, one. Do we, where do we hide him? You can only have one. Cowboys lose to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, or the Phillies beat the Braves in the NLDS. The Phillies beat the Braves because Cowboys aren't going to be at the NFC title. Game. Ah! <laughs> you see, because, you see, let's see now, what, what we did it. We did a thing on the show this week. So Matt, I'll turn it around on you and Dave. All right. If you're the if you're an Eagles fan right now, and Matt I know is throwing up in his mouth at the, at the prospect. Uh, if I made you an Eagles fan for the day, Dave, you can understand this. You can yeah. you can be. Uh, who do you root for Sunday Night Football? Eagles are five and zero. Oh. They've either squeaked one out against the Rams, or like I think they will win by like ten. I, I do think okay. it's going to be an Eagle victory. So if the Eagles are sitting there five and zero, oh, and they're flying back home, and Nick Sirianni's watching on the plane, yeah, who should they root for? It's not Dallas, even a question. Yeah. Are you nuts? Right. No, I, no, I'll I answer my, first. no, I have my answer. I have Give my me answer San Francisco decided. on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, every day. I'm never rooting for Dallas, ever. No, but I mean, no, no, no. Me? I'm more talking about strategic. What what benefits them strategically? Yeah. And I have an I have my answer, but a lot of people disagree with me. I'll like I think almost the majority of our listeners and everything disagreed with me. You I think want- Dallas, I think I want Dallas losing. Yes. Yeah. I I think, San, yeah, and they're like, "Why would you want that?" Then San Fran's going to be five and zero too. Well, right. the Eagles of San Fran they they do meet once, and they meet in Philadelphia. So we there you go. To, and December third. So, right. but more importantly, your first path in the NFL should always be to have a home game, win your division, <laughs> have a home game, and if you have to win three games to go to the Super Bowl, so be it. We've so seen a lot of teams do it, but yeah. I don't want that to be the case. I don't want to be the two seed. I want to be the one seed. But it's not a disaster if you're the two seed. Patriots have won. Patriots won, I think, three. Patriots won as a three, a four. Yeah, no, 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 no. They, they, they won every, every either one or the two that, that they won other than the first one. Oh, I one. forgot. They were in the Mickey Mouse division. Well, yeah, yours, is turning, yeah, yeah, yours is turning into one. I mean, well, the Giants, I you, the Giants I, and the Commanders I, are right there during Mickey Mouse. I, I got to so. tell you, I, like, I, I sort of like what the Commanders have cooking. Tonight? I, 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 no, no, no. I'm talking about as an organization. Oh. I sort of like oh. that. But, um, but, oh, oh, uh, but, oh. but uh, tonight to watch the bears and commanders, you know, that would have been something like when my daughter was 10, I may have punished her with. <laughs> I was going to say like, you're on, you're on the chemo, you're falling asleep, taking naps all the time. Are you going to be able to even stay awake for commanders bears? Well, here, where's the, uh, look, the commanders and bears aren't worth me staying up for because for, Dave, you understand, you understand this community that I work in. If I start talking commanders bears game tomorrow, night, night. Bear, I'm fired immediately. <laughs> they're literally, they're looking for, and, and my bosses are looking for a clause in the contract to get out of my deal. Like, What's this guy doing? But no, we're not, we wouldn't want, I would rather, you know, seriously, I'll talk more about what's going on on young and the restless in general hospital. than I'll talk about what's going on on that. 
The kids that watch the show don't even know what the young and restless are. Yes, they do. Yes, they, do. they do People not. Know. No way. They've been at, they've been at Nana's house. They know <laughs> no one Victor, sub 25 knows what those two <laughs> they know, are. Yeah, they, they know who Victor Newman is because grandma watches them. You know? oh, so God. My story. Remember my grandmother calling my me story, my story. Yeah. My oh, story. my gosh. That's so crazy. Johnny has his stories. Johnny has his stories. Believe me, it's the way it works. Well, overall, though, Serious for 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 a second. Sure. How are how are you? Serious one fifty nine. By the way, yeah, that's a channel. Correct. Serious. Yes, Sirius XM. Serious. Correct. Yes, other By, other type to, of serious. Hello, hello the great Eric Spitz. Yeah. The, who, who was oh, Eric boss. Spitz. Eric was my boss at CBS Sports when I when I took my show over from ESPN to CBS Sports Radio. I had the utmost respect for Eric Spitz. Let's let's people who are professionals do their job. He's a wonderful guy. And I love what they've got cooking over there. My buddy Damon Amendolara joined. DA. Went over yeah. this week. And DA does just, and I know, Matt, you've run into DA over the years. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt, he does one of the most unique, weird, and stupid shows I've ever, I've ever think. And I find it incredibly addictive. <laughs> if I wasn't, I, I would go and watch clips like I watch you guys. I'd go and put on DA show. I love Mraz. I love the whole gang. I'd right. put them on. Just because it's so weird and stupid, it, you can't turn it off. Right. Like yeah. he, he finds, he, and I love people in our business who are unique. I love people who don't, you know, who who try something a little bit different. I always say to our crew, let's break some eggs. Yeah, it's serious eggs. for a break, second. You know, it's serious yeah. for a second. There's a yeah. lot of people in the chat that are concerned about you. They're yeah. seeing you on the tweets and everything else at John Kincaid. Sure. Going through what you're going through. How are you? Just I'm just good. tell the people what, what you're doing. You is, your treatment number nine coming up. Is that what you're treatment in right number now? Nine, well, the, well, this is treatment number nine right now. So as I said, I go on every other Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I do my chemo. They give me my steroids, which are bloating me up terribly. I have a bloated midsection and the rest of my body's fine. Like it's okay. just, it's just this. And I've got a little bit, little bit of cheeky. I'm much more cheeky than normal. I want okay. my cheekbones back. But so I get this, I, I do my chemo. I do my uh, steroids. And everything, and I do my anti nausea in in like drip bags, so IV bags. Yep. And then when I'm ready to leave after doing that whole process, which takes around two and a half hours, three hours, in the chair, then they hook me to this pump, which mm-hmm. goes into my chest, into my port, which is in my chest, and I do mobile chemo for for two days. So around mm-hmm. it's around 44 hours of poison, uh, very similar to some of Matt's weekends back in college. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I will, uh, I will do my poison tomorrow after the show, I'll get off. They will, um, unhook me and I will be 42 days from completion. Uh, I asked my doctor last week and I'll share it with you. Uh, cause I've shared it with my radio audience. And I said, doc, how am I doing? He goes, honestly, cause they can trend me against over 29,000 males who've been okay. through, who's been through this double chemo. He goes, he, he said, you're exceptional. So, I mean, oh, and I've God. never been told that in my entire life, not even on my honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when you hear that, when you hear that, it warms your heart. So my, you know, and it's uh, how she hasn't killed me after, after going through this, my wife, how she has not killed me by now. Because seriously, at some point, I'm always thinking that thing, I may end up on a 2020 and I'm not going to be end up on the good side of it. You know, that she's just going to, she's going to find a way to take me out. The same boat. Oh, we lost. Him. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. Put Wait, KK in the I'm like, what happened? Oh, there, Put him in the big box. So I, mean, so I mean, but I just look at it as I got, God bless everybody who has reached out to me, who has supported me. Um, I've been wearing the hats. And before my look, I got six weeks left of this crap. 
And then I got one more shave down because when my hair gets to a certain length, it starts to like, it'll start flaking out and it starts flaking out. Like it'll hit yeah. the pillow. Yeah. Right? So I want my hair back. So by the time I see you guys in Vegas at Super Bowl, yeah. when the Eagles are in the Super Bowl against the Bills, I will, uh, I, <laughs> I will have my hair. My hair will be somewhat back to the gorgeous man that I, I can't wait to run yeah. my hand through it. You can't, <laughs> you can't look, I'm I in Vegas. Look, I'm in Vegas. My wife will be back in Atlanta. You want to rub your hands in my hair? What, what happens in Vegas stays in Listen, it's, it's, it's great to hear you and see you in, in such great spirits as what you're going through. We're all pulling for you. I know We're watching you. you. you I got want a ton my hat of, though. I want my damn hat, Dave. It's coming. I got I got white oh, wow. model. I got this. Okay, I white got model. this model. You gotta get the Eagles the black, model though. And I and I have this Philly special. Okay, yeah. that's pretty sweet too. That's the old school yeah. with the baby that's pretty blue. Sweet too. And I, yeah, I mean, and well, I got a Kelly Green. In, Kelly in Green design. is oh, Kelly Green. I promise Green. you, it'll be featured well on uh, on my show. So every day, I am wearing a hat from a listener that is sent in a company. Uh, a listener. Oh, we'll take care of that. Hat. Today I, I wore. Today I wore a Villanova basketball hat. Nice. And I oh. had to stop. I had to stop from vomiting. <laughs> I, mean, I have not wanted to vomit the entire time. Cross that off the this. list. I will not oh, have one of those. My Villanova. You're getting a care package. It's gone. The Villanova basketball is gone. I mean, my brother now has a Christmas gift that he, but it's been worn once. He won't be able to tell. And it's, <laughs> but but I said, and people were like, "You're a Temple guy. You're wearing oh, a Villanova basketball." Hat. And I said, "Look, that. I said, look." I know I am, but I'm never going to reject uh, reject a uh, gift of kindness from a listener and everything like that. So I wore it today, and I said, and I'll never wear this damn thing after 10 o'clock ever again. <laughs> so warm. I'm warm and fuzzy like that. You guys are awesome. I love your show. Thanks, I man. Con- I love the concept, and I love the fact I, – I like the after show crap, too. Yeah. <laughs> I said that too. I said bonus time is a big hit. Uh, yeah, well, I, I I thought after show crap should have been the constant title <laughs> or, or a working title. We're working on it. But I actually find sometimes I'm I'm actually more compelled. <laughs> the stupid stuff. But I like stupid stuff. It I like, is stupid. I like, I like real fun stuff, and you guys yeah. are doing a great job with it. And uh, I hope you I hope you're well. And we I will see you, I'll see you in February. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy the NLDS. It'd be a lot of fun with the Braves. Appreciate it. Phillies, Phillies, by the way, if the series goes 1-1, I would bet Phillies in four. You know where you can bet the exact amount? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would bet Phillies in four because I think the Phillies will split in Atlanta, and I think the Ghost will enter that locker room, and the Phillies will come home, and they will not win here. Phillies in four. And uh, Phillies in four. And Dave will be wearing Nana Shaw. uh, (laughs) They'll be only the... uh, It'll be great. You guys are awesome. Take Bye, care, sir. Talk See you, John. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care, buddy. See you. That, that, that is one Mr. John Kincaid joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Always a pleasure to get Amazing him on spirits. the show. It really is. Man, it's great to see him up that excited. See him smiling and laughing and good. I mean, heck. We are very, very, very happy that things seem to be going well for him. We hope to very much see him here. We'll have a kick-ass dinner. We gotta do something though. Maybe we'll do a brigade party or something for John in Vegas. Get people who are coming into town. We've had people have their wife give birth on the show. We've had yeah. people with their spouse in treatment, like yeah. for other things. This is our first guy getting chemo mm. doing the show. Right. And he's just like talking and making jokes, telling stories. While and, it's going on. It's well, going I mean, on. he's like, yeah, I got the pump and the port and this and that. I've learned so much about that because that's what Mrs. Kinsig Jessica does. Mm. That's exactly, you know. What exactly what she does? She makes those drugs and then get somebody there to show them how to do it. 
God bless. I'm so happy. You know, I, I, I saw him on the Twitter and I said, you know, I know you got to be fired up after the Phillies. You know, you want to come on? He said, talk about Philadelphia sports. Yeah. I'm like, do you feel good? He's like, yeah, I'm in the middle of a treatment. I'll be on. Just tell me the time. Done. Thanks, John. Yeah. Great. I've been, I've been such a big fan of his for so many years. And uh, I mean, I, I, you know, the world works in funny and weird ways. Right. And we, we end up seeing him and hanging out with him at the, at the Super Bowl. Was it LA in right? LA? The first in LA, time, yeah. the first time we saw him and he came by. And then the second time he came by when he, we were in Arizona, he was there and he stopped by and, you know, he was so excited because the Eagles were there. And so now he's going to be back out again for a third straight Super Bowl. And it's just, it's just nice because, you know, he, I don't have many people in radio that I stay in contact with, but he's one of the people that I do stay in contact with, with radio. And so it's always nice to hear the stories and remember the times of diehard, passionate sports fans who get extremely myopic when their team is in the Super Bowl or into a world series championship run, whatever it might be. So Gosh, the cowboy hates real though. That's that's the market that really, really hates oh. the cowboys. Oh, there's no question about that. I mean, there's probably a few more, but not on that level, right? The, the, the Giants big, hate the Cowboys in it, Washington. They hate the Cowboys too, but like they haven't been good enough. So like they haven't had the run. Like the Eagles now have been on a run and they just have this seething hatred because all their dads grew up with hating the Cowboys for the, right. the 90s run. And the Eagles trying, you know, they get there, they lose to the Patriots. Donovan pukes all over himself and that whole thing. And they have Cowboy fans rubbing it in there. Do you know it's been 30 years since the Cowboys have been in the NFC Championship game? Has it really? It's been 30 fucking years since the last time the Cowboys were even playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I couldn't believe that this morning when I heard that. I was like, it's been 30 years? It's like, wow. damn, I'm old. That's hard to believe because if you ask their fans, it's like they're playing in it every other year. Pretty much, yeah. You know, but that's uh, I'm telling you, Patriot fans. When, when those people are gone and, and and they left the earth, the replacement's going to be Patriot fans. That's what Patriot fans are going to be like. Patriot fans are going to act like we've been in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's going to be 20 years since the last time the Patriots played for a championship, and then we're still going to be talking about Brady. Huh? Guaranteed. I've, I've said that for like for I'm like Patriot fans got to be careful about making fun of Cowboy fans because. That's our future. <laughs> oh boy. Just well, it's how it goes. You just don't dominate the NFL. It's not built. You weren't built to have what, what Belichick did. And that 20 year run will never be duplicated by anyone ever. It's not meant for it. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of markets that, that don't like the Cowboys. We got people in the chats that Minnesota hates the Cowboys. Um, yeah, but I know the Vikings okay. growing up, we played the, yeah, you hit him too. Times right. in the Super Bowl, we don't like him. No. They were on every day. Every but divisional week. hatred's different when you play it them is. two times every single season. You're constantly forced to listen to their stuff. You know, Cowboys Week is different in Philadelphia than any yeah. other week. Mm. And you know, but the Braves are quickly becoming that. You know, there's always baseball. New York, Philly, Boston. Baseball rivalries there are different than any other sport. I'm sorry, Chicago, you're not part of this. Because they, I mean, we hated the Yankees and it didn't matter what the Patriots were doing. It, it was Yankees, Red Sox in the postseason. I mean, they played in 2004. Now it was the first championship for the Red Sox versus the third, the third for the pay for the Patriots. But I mean, there wasn't even a question as to what Boston people were talking about. It was domination Patriots. Awesome. But fuck the Yankees. Kill them. We want to bury them. We want to absolutely destroy everything and anyone wearing Yankee stuff. So. 
it's it's different back there. I mean, it that game last night, that Bryson Stott Grand Slam, I went, there's the difference. That's the difference of an East Coast ballpark when you've got that level of passion Ooh. for baseball. Oh, and that moment happens. Oh, that sets off and sparks a lot. That's going to carry that win last night. going to carry the, 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 the Phillies into that series against Atlanta and John's right. The Braves better be ready. They, they, they better be because they're getting a hot baseball team that fully believes they're going there. They're winning at least one and they might win two. Have they named the starter yet? They have no. not. They're going to wait to. Wow. But Wheeler in game two, two gives them a two dollar favorite. Atlanta's a two dollar favorite in game one. What two dollar? You know, this it's what they're gonna bet. People have watched the Braves at home all year long hammer the baseball. Uh, well, that's a good rivalry. I mean, Dodgers Giants is a good nothing. rivalry out west. It's nothing compared to. Anything on the East Coast uh, or baseball? Not even, not even in the same. A lot hemisphere. of California people watching the show. I don't care. It's, it's the truth. It's just not. It's just, it's not the same. It's just not. It's not the level of little kid down to your five year old type level of hatred. My daughter hates the Yankees. She's never been to a Red Sox Yankee game. She sees Yankee gear and she goes, "I don't like that." She came over to the house and had a problem with <laughs> Mr. had a yes. Yankee hat on. She, she pointed she, it. She was like, "What?" What's that? And stopped. I was like, Maddie, what's wrong? She's like, it's like I saw a ghost hat. I was like, oh, it's a Yankee hat. She's like, yeah, we don't like the Yankees. Like, it's just a hat. It's okay. It's uh-huh. all right. No, no, she's not a Yankee fan. No, 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 no. She, yeah, she, she hates it. She a slight on when she sees a Yankee emblem, she gets pissed off. Man. She does not like the Yankees at all. Yeah. That's from me. <laughs> That's teaching your child right. Raising your child right. All right, let's go through some of these games. Yep. Tampa scores one run in two games. One run, two games. Best record in baseball at home. Yep. What the hell was that? Um, Two starters took the ball in postseason game and just dealt. There's nothing they could do. And they got down early, and I don't want to use the word melt or or what. It just it, it got away from them. The game hard, got away from them. It's hard to quickly. melt in front of nobody. Nobody was there. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, it felt like playoff baseball. One of the beautiful things about playoff baseball is that your home crowd can carry you when you're down. That that belief that they will there's nobody fucking in the stadiums. Yeah. Like, what do you do? You stand around and go, nobody cares. Oh, wait, it was traffic. Really? Oh, it was the start time. Really? 1919. That's the last time we saw attendance that that poorly attended games for a playoff game. Was it the Black Sox? You have that? Was that was the Black Sox? 19? Yes. The lowest attended playoff game since 1919. And that was the Black Sox year. Year after. But everybody uh, hated and everybody hated baseball and nobody wanted to be a part of it. That is uh that's crazy because the stadiums weren't even that big, and there were still more people there at games. Wow. Uh yeah, listen, Tampa's gonna have to figure out a few things. They got, you know, I don't know if Wander's ever gonna play baseball again. He's not. Um, and that He's was not. their number one guy, number He's one gone. prospect. I mean, 
Uh, McClanahan obviously got hurt and was unable to come back, and they got a lot of things to work out. I mean, Texas is is right there. I mean, that that series is pick them. That's the, is that the right line? We've been asking how many times did we ask all summer? Why are the Orioles a dog today? Why are the Orioles a dog today? I, the Orioles have been mispriced for three months. Okay, their body of work has not been acknowledged in the number. Rangers beat them during the season four two. <laughs> it's a pick 'em series. The recipe is there for the dog. You Which, split on the road. You don't have the, to go back. Who's the dog? Just in general, in in the okay. thing. That's why you okay. can't make like in this series. You can't. I mean, you can't start with Texas being a favorite. I don't think. Well, because who's pitching game one? I was. I, I was waiting. I'm waiting for an email from MLB. I think it's going to be Dunning. Oh, okay. Over. <laughs> Bet the over. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. All right. They they're down. If if you assume that Baltimore wins game one, then the series price is probably Baltimore slightly favored, which some so, books have taken a lead and put up 120. I'm going to I'm going to be on my, our guy Kevin at Circa. There is no reason for Camden Yards not to look and feel on TV like the bank did in Philadelphia. Oh, it will. Oh. That, that, uh, I don't know. I need oh, to. Oh, no, it will. There, Jay Dow's back there. It's it's okay. taking over everything. It's it's impossible to get tickets. Everybody's on board. Okay, this good. That's first one back in a long I time. I know. That's how it should be. It should be oh. an absolute barn burner of an atmosphere. And the Rangers, who just played in a library, should be rock, should be walking into a speed metal concert at yes. Camden Yards. Yes, it's it, it already is. The, the buzz. Good. Um. You know, I put the word out about trying to get tickets and stuff. Well, it's gonna. It's a very long shot, but good. Uh, th- that's what it should be. I mean, it's, it's the East Coast market that's been starved for for positive baseball, and now you've got a team coming in that you should be concerned about. This is not going to be easy. It's only a five game series. Game one is a huge, huge deal. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Twins dominate the Blue Jays. Yes, they did. Did you hear the news as to what was going on in the clubhouse during the game yesterday? Which clubhouse? The Blue Jays. No. Vlad Guerrero Jr. was posting ads to his Instagram during the game. What are you talking about? That's the Before report. or after he got picked off a second? Don't know the exact timing. It was just during the game. What? Yeah. They didn't give a flip. That team fell apart. Something happened at the end of the year. That team fell apart because they had no life. <laughs> that ballpark in Minnesota was awesome. That atmosphere was great. Oh, Tar- that Target was awesome. field was rocking. Oh, it was fantastic. Fantastic. Can they beat Houston? Big dogs. Minus 135, uh, 140. Let me see. Hold on. Let me click. 150 at Fandle. 150 now. You're right. Yeah. I was looking at the game above it. Mm. My answer is couple, no. couple seven and a halves and a couple eights. Yeah. Some mixture on the total. I think 2-0. I think it goes four. No, Houston wins both. Yeah. At home. Mm-hmm. 
and then game three, the Twins can get win game three. To, you know, uh, Astros win game four. So everybody's playing Saturday, yep. game one. Then the American League plays Sunday. Mm-hmm. There's an off day for the National League in between games one and two. Mm-hmm. It's only going to help the dogs because now they can get their game one starter into game two in a rotation right away, which would then be able to pitch short rest if they have to on game five, depending on the way it breaks out. For the National League. For the National League. For the American League, it's one, two. Mm-hmm. Lopez is going to get a start in Houston, or they got to get him with a must win if they're down 2 0 in. I would hold him for game three. Oy, oy, oy. Yeah, I'd, I'd hold him for game three if if I, if I if I were them. Our resident farmer, D. Stout, in here watching the show on his tractor, I, says the Twins are going to beat Houston. He's on the Twins. He, he I would love the Twins. it. I would love it. Let's go. I mean, I'd knock him out. I can't stand the Astros. Diamondbacks bounce the Brewers. I mean, speak. who looked worse, Brewers, Toronto, or Tampa? Mm. I mean, all three of those teams were lifeless. I have to rank them. I think it's Tampa the worst. But, okay. Uh, the Brewers just I, I gotta you gotta give the other teams that beat them credit. The Diamondbacks was they're just, down two nothing and they scored five straight runs, and that was it. Five two, game over. See ya. The bullpen was outstanding. Two the, straight days. Diamondbacks. Yes. Yeah. They didn't but the Brewers on run. paper, the best pitch. The Brewers on paper, that was the that was their strength. That was, was exactly. Was their yeah. Well, they got to both starters. They got to Burns. They got to Peralta and got a lead with Diamondbacks and kept it. Uh, they're playing with energy. They're playing. <laughs> this is going to be a great series. I can't believe the price. Two dollars of the Dodgers. They, I mean, what? Hello. And that's low. I mean, the the. The numbers, let's see, we got, if you look around, it's as high as minus 250 in places. Is that because Gallon went yesterday? Is that why? I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, it's because their best pitcher can't go in one game one or two? The only, st- well, he could go game two. It's rushing him back. It's if, rushing him a short rest. Well, it's Monday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Game two for the National League is Monday. It's, it's right oh, on. Okay. It's right on. Okay, so he can go game two. All right, so who, who goes game one? Bullpen game? That's why the number is what it is. Okay. I mean, in some books have taken a lead with that and put it at 250, assuming that Kershaw wins game one. Because Kershaw is the only starter that I know of as of recording right now um, is the starter listed for a team. It's the mm-hmm. only one I've seen so far. They'll name him later today or tomorrow. We'll know for sure. We'll, we'll have a better feel for how the series is going to go. Um, but I'll ask the chat right now. Um, who's more live of a dog? The twins against Houston or the D backs against the Dodgers? I think we'll get almost all twins, but I think the D backs, if the pitching situation falls right, I think they can win. Mm. Cause now who was going to start game three is probably going to start game one. Mm-hmm. Right, they just flip it and put him mm-hmm. one, gallon two. Split that, go down to Arizona, and then let's see what the atmosphere in Arizona is like. It's a big question. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be good, unbelievable. All right, good. I Nothing else going on down there. Coyotes are garbage. Cardinals are garbage. <laughs> so, 
Wow, we got way more D-backs than I thought in a chat. Look at Our that. Because people don't, I mean, I think it's right. People don't trust the pitching staff for the Dodgers. I do not. That's that's why I think it's live. Like yeah, I think, No, I think, I think D-backs are absolutely worth a pre, to buy it pre, to hold that position yeah. and then work and then work off of it. If the Diamondbacks right. go up two games to one on the Dodgers to come back on the Dodgers and maybe get, you might get plus money on the Dodgers at some point during the series. If the twins split and go back to, to Minnesota tied one, one, mm-hmm. it's a pickup. Okay. Might be even a slight, depending on the pitching. Match. I don't know how many books are going to jump to make the twins a favorite. Okay. If the Diamondbacks split, they're still going to be dogs because it's the Dodgers. That's what's crazy. Is that because of the liability the books have built up over the year for the yeah. Dodgers? Is that why? That's that's part of it, but it's okay. also because the Dodgers are a brand that people bet. They just they just they'll bet like them here. until right, especially here. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised. Wow, we it's Merrill Kelly by the way. Merrill Kelly will should oh, be the beautiful. game one. Start. Okay, that's uh wait. Merrill Kelly start game one. His splits are the reverse of Gallon's. Gallon's amazing at Gallon's home. Gallon's amazing bad, at home. But bad on the road. But Kelly's amazing at, on the road, but on bad at road, home, right? I believe, yes. I okay. Believe. And yeah. I knew. So that's great. So get game one, have Merrill Kelly going game one against the Dodgers. Great. That's phenomenal. Wow. Nick Tom came yep. in the chat and said, Twins to win game one and Houston to win the series is plus 550. Who's starting game one for the Twins? Don't know yet. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's plus 550. <laughs> so we don't know yet. So that's why that price is where I mean, it might alter a little bit once we know who's starting it. But if the twins don't know now, yeah, the books are like, okay, yeah, that's a long shot for that to, for, for that to happen. Uh, Phillies knocked up the Marlins. That's grand slam. We spent a lot of time right. on it, but yeah. the price is Atlanta minus 185 on the, on the Phillies. This is almost as expensive as Dodgers. Do you like division divisional rivals playing in the DS? Can we just make it seven games? Dodgers, Dodgers, D-backs, Braves, Phillies. These are interdivision DS series. They're going to be great. I just feel like I heard D-Rose say it this morning on MLB Network. It's almost an injustice for baseball and baseball fans that it's only a five-game series. The Phillies in Atlanta. It's just that should be a seven-gamer. Not that the winner should go to the World Series, but, I mean, if you have to decide between those two series – which winner is going to the World Series? Braves Phillies winner or Dodgers Diamondbacks winner? Braves right Phillies. Braves Phillies. I don't like the Dodgers. I I I'm think not, I've been out. Let's ask the July. chat that. Which which one is it? Braves Phillies or Dodgers Diamondbacks? Which one of those teams is going to the World Series? If you had to pick one right now, because the Dodgers, I think both series are going to go minimal four games. And Phillies Braves is headed for five, is it not? I feel like it is. Oh, but, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's those are these are long series. There's no sweep involved. I don't think. Be but stunning. I think every person in the chat watching the show, and again, if you are, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, follow it. If you listen only, hit the leave us a review, all that other mm. stuff. Yep. I think we get a unanimous the Braves Phillies winners going. Yeah, it, it feels like those are the two best teams in the National League right now. It just momentum-wise, the way they're going. All right, so I, I saw this tweet this morning, and I want to bring this up because I found it to be pretty interesting. Um, uh, hold on, sorry. Where is that tweet? There's a tweet. Joe, our friend Joe Osborne from up in uh, Canada at Covers. How stupid 
how it's stupid how the MLP playoffs don't reseed a new round. The Dodgers get a great break by drawing the D back instead of having needing to travel to that madhouse in Philadelphia. This is the bracket now. Okay. Yep. Bracket now is D backs, Dodgers, Phillies, yep. Braves, Orioles, Texas Rangers, Houston against the Twins. This is two three on the left hand side, one four left hand side. One oh, five. Sorry, one five. Sorry, one yep. five on the left hand side. So technically, if you went by reseeding, this is how it would be in the American League. The National League is the question. Diamondbacks are the six seed and they're playing the two versus the four seed playing the one. The Diamondbacks, if we reseeded, they would go to Atlanta. Philadelphia would go take on the Dodgers. Right. Do you have any issue with the way that baseball does it versus the NFL? Cause the NFL does recede after the first round. I don't only because the rules are known before the playoffs start. Right. So, you know, you know, your path, you're going to have to beat somebody when you have to do it. If everything was seven game series, I would have even less problem with it. Okay. The fact that it's a five gamer, maybe the best team has earned the right to play the lowest seeded team in a five-game series because the five-game series leaves much more to chance than a seven-game series. So I'm good with it because we know what it is, and knowing what it is can benefit you in betting it too. Well, so it all, you, Yeah, agreed. I, I think one of the f- reasons why football can get away with it, in my opinion, football is a one-game playoff. Okay? Yes. It's easy to send somebody here or there. It's easier. Baseball is a, playoff, is a series. It's a five-game yes. series. Yes. Secondly, if you are looking to reward a team with a buy, they should have an idea as to who they're playing to set their pitchers up, to know who they're going to face. Like, we're either facing this team or that team, and I have two different game plans for the series while right. you're sitting back and waiting. And you can send your pitchers, you know, pitchers ahead. You can do some different things logistically if you want, if you know who's going to be coming, one of the two teams who are going to be coming to play at your place. So... I don't have a problem with baseball doing it the way they do it. It's just baseball is a different game, different sport than football. It's much easier to re to reseed in my opinion for a one game playoff than a best of five. Agree a hundred percent. Agree a hundred percent. So I, I get the point. I don't think it's, I don't think it's maddening. I don't think it's bad. I don't blame baseball for doing it. Just the way that if, if you didn't do this, I think you would create more and more of an unfair thing for a team with a buy than what you want because football is a one game situation. It's easier. You know, your game prep is different versus a five game series with pitching staffs. So that's my take on it. Once, I mean, you heard Kincaid say it, that the Phillies realized what, at what point did they realize we're not catching the Braves. Let's just right. get that top wild card spot. So we get the home games for the first round and then we'll play whatever path we got to play. You know, they have to go to, to that route. Mm. The four five, having to go to the one is unfair only when the six wins. Right. And that's right. Yeah, right. Exactly. They're trying to set it up like the American league. They're trying to set it up where exactly it would would be that way. It just happened to be where the three seed brewers suck. (laughs) So the brewers that they suck for two games, they got bounced and that's what screwed it up. So it's, you know, I don't, I don't have the brackets, the bracket, you set the bracket up. Here's how the bracket goes. Everyone knows the rules. Like you said, before it starts, no one's getting a curveball. It's all, you know, we're not doing things on the fly. And you know who you're going to play, basically, you know, just based upon whoever's going to game one, game two, you have an idea. Right. So I, I don't have a problem with that at all. Nope. All right, to football tonight. Yep. Thursday night, Bears at Commanders. 14 consecutive losses for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> They've not won a game 
for a long time. October of last year, the calendar year since the Bears have won a game. Could they do it tonight? How can that be? I mean, we got to. You know, I, I, we got to be careful about besmirching the Bears and the Bears fans because we got some stuff brewing in Illinois and some people. And we might be doing some work with some books. And you came on nice with that Bears hat. Looks good. Actually, the color's nice. I always like it. I hope they cover. I, can they win? Hi. It's a Thursday night. I mean, when do the dogs win on Thursday night? Did they ever win on Thursday night outright? How do you feel about same game teasing this game? You love these same game teasers. Just asking. Just just hear me out. Hear you out. Hold on. Can, let me get the listening glasses for this. All right, hold on. Can the Bears lose by 10? Uh, listen, anything's possible the way they play and the way things happen. But no, I would say I would say I'd feel comfortable taking the Bears up. That's what I mean. So yeah. Bears plus 12. Can the Bears lose by 10? For sure. Or, or would you rather go to the right. commanders, pick them? No, 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 no. I'd rather take the points, but I always, I like so the, taking Because the, the Bears okay. could win. The Bears could win or lose by 10 and you still win. Lose by 11 and you still win. Now you're adding a leg, so it's making it more difficult, but the total is 44 and a half. If you tease it down to 38 and a half, you've got to figure that that's good. I mean, this, yeah. is not, this is not going to be a defensive, it's <laughs> not going to be a defensive battle in my opinion. I don't think so. So. I don't think so. I think that's a way to do this if you want to do it. I have not done this yet. I'm I'm watching to see where the numbers go before Honest I do yourself. it. You're going to do this? You're actually going to do it? I love this. I love same game teasers. I absolutely, I, I love doing them. I've, I've been very profitable doing them this year. I'm not bet it yet. I'm going to wait. It's probably one of those bets I make right before kick just to right. see where the numbers go. Right. And do we see a late charge on the Bears? Do we see a late charge on the Commanders? Well, the no. number the totals going up. I'm telling you that right now. Over 45. It's 44 and a half yep. pretty much everywhere. 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 It's 44 at one yeah, place. It's going place to 45 at some point here shortly. Will it cross 45? Mm, I don't know. That might be a number where you might get some resistance. So, but, my, so my point is pulling it down and, te- and taking the over, going 38 and a half or going to 39, you're crossing key numbers of 45 and 44, even 43 if you consider that a key number. Mm. So I don't know. I, I like that move. I think that's a way if you're worried about the bears, you think they might be able to keep it within two scores. That's one way of betting this game. What are you, are you going to, are you going to be like cooking anything or cleaning the house or anything while this game's going on? Like what you, you have, you're going to, this is one of those ones that I know you're going to have on, Yes, but you're going to be it's background. For a There's while. nothing else like, on, though. I mean, this is I a thought problem. Base, I thought baseball was going to be on tonight, so I thought we no had baseball. multiple things. There's nothing. Not all there, and I'm and these college football games are complete trash. So thank you. Th- th- well, there's nothing. Well there's nothing up against. There's nothing up against this game that really makes me like go like, yeah, I want to be watching something else. So this would be on, but I mean, th- this is a Thursday. Uh, it's kind of, it's, it's annoying because it's on Amazon. So it's got to be on the Amazon app. It can't, I can't, you know, have multiple things on. If, I, if, it's, right. if it's on YouTube TV, I can have multiple things on. Yeah. So that was the last night. If, that The one, the best thing about YouTube TV so far was last night, having the multi-channel view for baseball. They have both games on, on the screen at the same time. That was cool. I, I, cause that's typical for football, but direct TV never did that. They, they have a sports 
right. bracket, right. but never just two games going, going simultaneously on the screen and that's it. That was cool last night to have that. So I can watch um, both games at the same time. I'm going to ask the chat right now. Mm-hmm. Influx of people. It must be close to noon. Yeah, we're, we're almost at uh, we're almost at noon. Uh, Pacific. Over or under? If you get one bet on this game on a total, which one are you taking? We'll call it 44 and a half because that's what it is right now, but it's going to be 45, whether the boys are different places are watching it or what right now, watching the show. If you guys are, hit the like button, get in the chat as well. Mm-hmm. I know you're watching the show. You don't have to tell me you are. I know you are. There's ways I know. Um, over or under 44 and a half? What do you think the what do you think the chat flows with right here? Over, over. or under? Over. 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 Mm-hmm. Over. Over. I doubt you see over an under. Over tonight. I, over I tonight. Show me the under. Count well, who's betting the under? Nobody is. Antonio Rodriguez just came with the under. Okay. SoCal DJ bet the under. Joel Onler under. Pierre Chevalier under. Oh my. Over to over to over to yeah. over to over to. With P. Ralt and the over. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't, I don't, I mean, look, it's, who stops who it's the turnovers for me. This is a turnover fest. This is sloppy, bad football. This is pick sixes and fumble returns for touchdowns, kick returns, touchdowns, defense to shoot Deep. special teams, touchdown, something tonight. Prop DST plus. DST touchdown. Why yes. You use any, the, the, the industry terms. DST. That's what I would do. All right. Let's run through some games on yeah. Sunday. Yep. Bill's Jags. 6.30. Wait, we're going to do this tomorrow too, right? We'll do actual games. We're going to run through these games. This is what okay. We, we, okay. we do college on Wednesday, pros on Thursday, and then a full show on Friday where we get the number of moves. The Friday move happens and everything else. Okay. So this is just a quick look. We, we, we'll, we'll touch on these games. Yes, sir. This number feels weird to me. You hate the fives. Yep. You don't like fives. People don't like fives. Five and a half. Like, what do you do? Tell you. Book well, saying, it's just ahead. interesting because the Jags – Aren't the Jazz going to be the side? Aren't, aren't, aren't all the Robinson and Parallelgrams going to take Jacksonville? As soon as any sixes show, they do. Right? They're going to take Jacksonville. And every, the public's going to rail on the, on the Bills. I don't know. Because Jacksonville's become the team over there. And everybody knows that. Jacksonville won last week against Atlanta. Yep. Look good. Um, we talk I mean, they go guys. and beat the Bills after the Bills have two destructive wins against the Commanders and Dolphins. Everything's back on track for Jacksonville. They win this game. Is it? I think so. Yeah, this is a huge win for Jacksonville. If they beat the Bills, it's huge. Are they beating the Bills? They ain't beating the Bills, are they? If I'm betting it, which I'm not, if I was going to, I'm laying the five and a half and taking Buffalo. I mean, until further notice, I'm betting against the teams the Bills are playing. The Bills are the hottest team in football right now. Our man PSU Auto, Chris Auto, in the chat. Hello, sir. Good afternoon to you. He said it's a terrible spot for Buffalo. Is it? Why? Because they turned around and flew to London. Is that why? I mean, it's a six-hour flight. It's, it's there's no remember, guys. There's no difference flying to California than it is flying to London. It's the Keep same flight. Yeah. It's the same flight. Okay, so it's not like oh my gosh, one's over water, one's over land. That's it. <laughs> it's the same flight. We'll ask the chat right now. This is going to be fun because the chat starts to flow. There's a lot of people in there. Buffalo minus five and a half. Jacksonville minus, plus five plus and five a half. Minutes. Go. J-A-X-B-U-F. Mm. Who you got? Okay. We'll see I'm leaning Buffalo right now. 
public to me all over Buffalo. They can't score enough. Jacksonville yeah. cannot score enough. If Buffalo does what they putting do, up that big number against Miami, I think people will maybe hesitate a little bit, but they yeah. might just blindly bet it too. I don't agree. Carolina is on the road at Detroit. This is a double digit line already here. This is going to be the survivor pick of the week, in my opinion. What are you thinking the about? Lions? We've already had the brigade. Got to save service. them for Thanksgiving. No, I don't know. We've already seen six entries going to, 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 to go on the lion. So really brigade proxy people are liking the lion. So I think this is going to be very, it's the only double. I mean, if you're going to fade that or follow that double digit spread survivor pool idea, this is a oh. double right now. The only double digit line on the board. Right. Remember, remember this is the first week where we have buys. Two teams on a bye. We're down a game. Four teams on a bye. All four teams. The Chargers, Seattle, and Tampa. So we're, we're down two games. Right. The Jews said it's nine hours to fly from Buffalo to London, not six. Just keep that in mind. What airline are you flying? I don't know. It's not nine. nine hours to fly to London. It's, I just read the chat. I don't know who's right or who's wrong. I don't know. Pilot. Now, look, he's looking it up right now, the juice. <laughs> you got him right off the track. Jeez. You better, if you're coming to chat, you better be right because yeah, there's connecting flights. He, this is what he did. He Googled it and didn't read connecting flights. Connecting flights. It's a connecting flights. Get you every time. <laughs> Direct flight six hours. Is that what it says? Yeah. I, I mean, oh, uh, oh, I mean, hey, huh? there's mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. The, so one so okay so here it is all right oh boy depending on weather conditions and the route taken flights can go anywhere from six hours to eight hours that's a big gap i want to know if i'm flying on a plane if i'm six they're flying private they're flying direct it's the quickest fastest it's six hours oh Okay, it's 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 six hours as the crow flies that's what all everybody says as the crow flies but it's also as as private airline flies <laughs> like this is a they have their own 747 full-size jet they're flying so this is not like the, this portion tonight. of the show brought to you by air traffic controller Matt. i'm just saying the the, the buffalo bills are are, are are not going to laguardia checking their bags going through security going no. ahead and like you know <laughs> no why would they go to laguardia they're in buffalo well sometimes i mean you fly overseas sometimes you gotta drive down to nyc to fly potentially sometimes really yeah or, or fly Buffalo to New York, which is stupid. Fly that connecting flight, which is 10 seconds. And then they got to reboard and all that other stuff. Maybe yeah. it is going to be nine hours. No. I don't know if I want Detroit in this game. Minus the points. Oh, right. I'm talking about Survivor, though, just to win the game. Most selected game in a week. Yeah. I don't even think it's a debate. It's going to be. This is going to be the Survivor pick of the week. It is. Although, if people are going to save them. What's the backup plan to this? If you're not it's hard. Detroit, because you know Detroit's playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't. I mean, there's not like a slam dunk in my mind. You know what it is, don't you? Washington, uh, Washington no. tonight. They're going to do it. There's going to be a lot of Washington survivors tonight. Get it done. Get it out. We beat the Bears. The Bears have won in the game of the year. Blah, 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 blah. They're going to take Washington. How many more times are you going to get to take Washington? Not that many. Yeah, it's fair, but it's, it's only a six point line and it's dangerous on Thursday. Uh, I think that I think there will be some oh, people. Miami. That's what it is. Miami against the Giants. 
Yeah, it'll be Miami. 11. Yeah. That's the game. That's the game. Yep, I would agree. Although Miami plays that game after Thanksgiving, that that Black Friday game. Yep, they do. Yeah, keep them too. Keep them available because they're playing the Jets, I think, that day. It's true. Should Jonathan Taylor play? Titans are laying two on the road against against the Colts. But I think if Taylor gets cleared, I'm guessing that line's going to move. Guys in the chat. Who would you rather select if you had one survivor pick, the uh, the Miami Dolphins or the Detroit Lions? Put it in the chat. This thing's flowing. We're getting people. This is great interaction on the show. People like it. Thank you very much. Should Jonathan Taylor play as part of the contract if he wants to play? Yes, he should play. Does he want to play? If he don't want to play, he has to play in there. He has to play. The more the Colts look competitive without him, the worse it is for him. He wants a big contract. The only team that's really going to give him a big contract most likely is going to be the Colts unless they trade him somewhere. But the asking price is so high that no one's going to give up what the Colts are asking for. He has to play to prove his value now. I mean, didn't what happened in the summer devalue the running back? It thought I mean, he could come and rush for 250 yards and three touchdowns, and people would be like, he's still running back. But he's the best running back. The best of the running backs is still just that. Okay. Fair. I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know how much he can improve his value. He can improve it, but I don't know how much if he don't want to play, isn't it ready made for him going and eh, like Playing football, especially running back or wide receiver, like it's not something you can do half-assed. True. So you better be here. I'm ready to play and not be mad about your contract, not be mad about your value, not be mad about your money. Go run mad and play so you don't get hurt because the worst thing that can happen. Agreed. You get hurt. He gets hurt. Now what? Zero value. True. Like this show. Apparently, we still have zero value. Stop it. Ravens are laying four. Sorry. (laughs) Ravens are laying four at Pittsburgh. Is Matt Canada coaching for his job? You have a bye week next week. And oh, man, quit coming for these people's jobs, but maybe. (laughs) I'm not coming for your town is coming for his jobs. People on social media are saying that they're, they're doing hunger strikes until Matt Canada gets fired. My buddy Moses the Barber called me and said, they're going to fire this guy. I'm like, it's. Thursday. They're not firing him. The game's on Sunday. Let it go. Like, they ain't firing him now. I mean, will they fire him next week? If they got a guy waiting in the wings, or they got somebody that can step up and do the job. Mm. But I still don't think they'll do that. It's just so unlike the Steelers. But I'm telling you right now, this is one of them games the Steelers are going to cover. Steelers are going to cover. That's the way I feel right now. The number on it. I, I don't think you're wrong because I think the Ravens winning by three is probably the right most on like, that. Most likely of all the numbers is Ravens by three. So taking the, taking the Steelers at home plus four is I, I, I like, I like the play. They push this number up because intentionally the look at, well, the look ahead number was short. I mean, it was under three. So okay. any twos, two and a half gone. Bye-bye. See you later. Laid it, laid it all the way up to four. And now both Circa and Caesars are testing the, the world right now putting up the four and a half saying, listen, you want Matt Canada? You want the Steelers? Come get it. We got four and a half. See what you're going to do. Najee went public. the second number. What's that? Right. Najee went public and said, it's not on the coaching staff. It's on us. It's on the players. Stop complaining about the coaches. 
And there's been some pushback in Pittsburgh about that. He did say that? He basically said the players are soft. Basically says it's our fault. Stop, stop whining. Coaches, coach, players play. Blame the players. Don't blame the coaches. Wow. Otto, one of our guys in Pittsburgh, said uh, if they lose and don't fire him, home games will get ugly. Uh-oh. Percy Roscoe said the Steelers are not covering. Chef Benny, Chef B, said Canada's coaching for his job literally and figuratively. Wow. Venom. I mean, their offense is awful, Dave. Ah, it is. And their defense is good. So it's... If the offense isn't good at all, then the mm-hmm. defense can't be elite because it just gets tired. It gets beat tired, down. Man. It just... It's just yep. Turns into too many reps, too many games. Steelers lead the NFL in three and outs. That's not a category you want to lead the league in. No, and if points per play, they're one of the worst in football. Average points per play is bad, bad. A lot of people that responded to the question a minute ago put the Dolphins instead of um, the Lions. There was way more Dolphins. Baltimore minus four. Steelers plus four. Chat, BVB, who you got? I like to play with Pittsburgh. I I, I think you're on the right side there. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I, I mean, it's a black and blue division home game. It's a home dog in, in the black and blue division. It's just trusting Canada and trusting Kenny Pickett, who may not be healthy, is scary. I'll give you that. Can Zach Wilson win on the road against Denver? Oh, absolutely. Right? This defense is so bad. Denver's just horrible. They can't stop. I don't care where, who, what. Who's playing this game, who's not, as far as, you know, the Sharps, the Squares, the Pros, the Joes. (laughs) Yeah. The percentages, it doesn't matter. I mean, we've talked about this. It doesn't matter. Every book's different. It's two and a half. The total is 43 and a half. You saw under. Denver last week. Wow, under. 43. It's coming down. Under. Yeah, it's not under. <laughs> is it an under game? To me, it is. No one's scoring. See, I think the opposite. 21 17. Over. I think it plays more like the Bears Denver did. Okay. Um, but I, I, I think there's. The Jets have a good defense, though. They do, but. It was 3128. That was that was the Bears Denver was 3128. I don't see 31-28 in this game. You do see 59 points 59 being scored. Points. That's I don't think there's that, but I mean, you know, 24-21. Can't see that. No, I can't see the Jets giving up 24, 21 or 24 points to that offense for Denver. No. I'm talking about trading Jerry Judy. Are they really? Yeah. What a mess. Denver's a mess. Denver's, a, a I mean, I mean, he must just tank and get a quarterback and get rid of Russ. Oh, boy. Here we go. Now he's I'm done. just saying, I mean, I just, I don't oh. know. What's Denver playing for right now? They're, they're, they have 70 points defensively. Please don't be smirched, Denver. We might go there for Nuggets like stuff. Really? Please don't. Nuggets? Please. Why? Yeah. They're going to, the Nuggets are the favorite to win the West. They're so? favorite, but the NBA finals and stuff. Only if Celtics are there. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to Boston's there. I'm not going otherwise. I'm not going to Denver. You to do the show up in Denver. They got a lot of books up there. There's a lot of people a lot coming of into town there. for G2E. Got mushrooms. Opening up in like, Colorado. All, all all don't talk about the mushrooms, please. <laughs> all sorts of things in Colorado. Oh, that show would be wild. 
all those illegal shows. I'll be hungover, but like, oh, <laughs> all God. sorts of ways. Yeah, go see Red Rock. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> Bengals are three point favorites at oh. Arizona. Joe Burrow's getting back on track. He's off the injury report, right? This is the week. It's Bengals week. look at the Bengals again. So everybody keeps telling me. Wetzel, Jack, Jack. He, feels, he feels great. He, he, thinks he, he thinks he looks great. They're back, baby. This is the Bengals get right game. Oh. How many oh. times we've seen in the past teams so, go to, to Arizona and don't get right? They get uh, wrong. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not following that. I know. This is a stay away game for me. This is this is trap city for me. Oh, yeah. I. I this is definitely. This is not. If we had a five games that we had to select for a contest, this would not make the list. No, I don't know what to make of this game. Arizona's been competitive. Cincinnati is uh, all over the place, all over the place. Oh, I don't. I mean, I, I mean is T. Higgins playing? I don't I think don't so. Right? Look, the Cardinals play hard, regardless of whether you don't you don't like them. You don't think they have much talent. Dobbs at the quarterback spot plays his tail off, and the team is playing really hard every single week. And the Bengals mm. haven't shown me that. The Bengals aren't playing hard. They don't have the same energy. They know something's wrong. They're fighting internally. You can tell. They're angry. And Joe's not right. So, no, I'm not bad, but I'm not taking the Cardinals this week. I'm not going to hold you to this, but first blush, Dallas-San Fran Sunday night. You like San Fran to cover? San Francisco. Yep. I don't know what to make of this. Brock Purdy is going to see a really tough defense. Yeah. Debo Samuel needs to play. Debo plays. I'll take the Niners. So is Dak's going to see a really good defense. Oh, and and no debate there. Yeah, that's true. Much, but the secondary for the Niners is much better than the Patriots because all the injuries that happened in that game, really. Once Christian Gonzalez got hurt in that game, Patriots were toast. Nick Tom just came in a chat and said, T Higgins is questionable. Cracked Ruff. Rib. Is that what it says? R-U-V. I don't know what that means. He just misspelled Nick Tom. I don't know what that cracked rub is. Cracked rib. It's rib. (laughs) Missed two letters. I mean, you have a typo as one letter. Come on. It's Nick Tom. (laughs) Thank you for coming in the show. I'm just giving you shit. That's fine. It's a cracked rib. Um, (sighs) CMC had a monster game. He's having a monster season. Dallas bottles him up. No, isn't it funny that we 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 talked about the CMC Heisman, Heisman CMC MVP market? Now it's everywhere. <laughs> Is it it's everywhere? I was like, oh, interesting. I don't know about you. I hadn't heard anyone else talk about it, and I'm being serious. I just looked at it because he went for it. I just looked at it because we talked about it a week prior, and I know and looked at it, and I was like, why is it? And they're like, oh my gosh, it's twenty to one. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I've seen like four different articles and stories and clips of Christian McCaffrey. It's like, I don't know if that's from us or I don't know or what, but I was just, I, I didn't see anyone else talking about it. And then we brought it up and then boom, it boom. was everywhere. It's highly coincidental. Really Maybe it could be, absolutely could be. I mean, we were seeing the same thing as everybody else. I'm just, I, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, it's interesting. I, I, yeah, that's it. What is your first blush on this? You don't know? Uh, if I'm just going off what my head tells me, San Francisco is going to run them off the field. But that's my, I think San Fran is better than everybody else in the, in the, in football by a ways right now. 
even Buffalo. A recurring pattern of behavior is halftime adjustments. San Francisco does a great job of adjustments at halftime. Yeah. This game may be close in the first half. Yeah, so uh, maybe, but half. I think the injuries in the secondary haven't popped up because of who the Cowboys have played. This is the game in which we really see the Diggs injury impact the Cowboys secondary dramatically. Wow. And Parsons is not healthy either. So Parsons is a bit nicked up. So you don't have the, the same pass rush that you would normally have from a Cowboys perspective. And I think it's this is where the Cowboy fan comes in with a fork and a knife and they're ready to eat. And they get punched in the face. <laughs> no food for you. And they get checked and they fall back up because <laughs> they are, were expecting something that they don't see coming. So we'll ask the chat for this one. Um, <laughs> I liked cracked rub though. Sounds funny. Thanks, Addison. Got to give credit to Nick Tom for that. If I hear cracked rub on any <laughs> other content space anywhere, please just say you heard me say it. Please say it. Right. Whatever. San Francisco love. minus three and a half. Dallas plus three and a half. Mm, I think four. the line's perfect. I think you get two way action. This is not going to be like last Sunday where the books needed Kansas City against Kansas City for their lungs. Like that was one of those ones for their lungs. They needed it. The Jets to cover and Mahomes to slide, and they did. Speaking of sliding, what the hell's going on right now with the Kansas City-Minnesota line? It's down to three and a half. What the hell's going on? The board's lit up. I just clicked refresh. Every book, three and a half in the world. Just now, went to three and a half on Kansas City-Minnesota. What? What? Somebody not playing? No, so Kelsey. I'm looking, I'm looking What's for What's going it. on? Somebody in the chat. Alert. Send it out. <clears throat> yes, no zombies. <laughs> no zombies. Um, I'm not seeing anything with the Chiefs at the moment. Wow. I don't know. Uh-oh. Tom Brady's Raider purchase held up over a heavily discounted price. Oh. Tom Brady to play again? Stop. What are you talking? He's done. Is he? Is Let Brady, it go. Is Brady done? You're Bring back ridiculous. Tom? No. They tried to slide in the... The, the the cheap price they can't do that. Well, I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, isn't it up to the guy who owns the team to determine what the price should be? I don't think so. I think you got to be, you know, public, right? Because they're part of the league and antitrust laws and all that other stuff. You can't just make some up price. Hey, Tom, come in. I'll give you the discount price for why not two percent. I don't know. Maybe you can't. I don't know. I don't know. You don't own something. Somebody find out what the hell happened just now with that Kansas City man. I, I don't see. I, I'm not seeing anything. That line was in five there. and a half an hour ago. Yeah, I don't two know. points on a Thursday. Mahomes out. No. Is he hurt? Is that possible? No, I saw him at practice yesterday. I mean, I, I wasn't there. I saw it on TV. I don't know. Wow. That's a big drop on a Thursday. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, Twitter doesn't have anything. There's nothing on ESPN. As right now, I don't see anything. So watch and see. Wow. I don't know. We got almost all San Francisco's. Yeah, of course you would. It's at the, cause, yeah. Cowgirls plus three and a half. Cowgirls. Gosh, it's so that's, that's a Chef Benny special. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, okay. A quick college football story. Yep. 85 scholarship athletes at Utah all will receive a 2024 Ram 1500 Binghorn truck as part of the NIL deal with the Crimson Collective, which is the fundraising arm now of Utah Utes football. 
Any problem with 85 scholarship players getting brand spanking new $75,000 trucks? Did you see the stipulations that came with it? Six month lease. Don't mess it up. It's a lease. You can't mess it up. They're going to mess it up. They're going to mess it up. You can't do nothing inside the car. Right. Don't kids. mess it up. Yeah. College kids in cars. Nothing goes on inside of them ever. Nope. Trucks sure. Sure. Big, yeah. Big. big trucks, reclining seats. Yeah. Nothing goes on in those things ever. Title shots with, all over Utah. With football players. Oh, right. They're Mormons. They don't do that. Oh, right. Wink, wink, nod, nod. I forgot. Whoa. Come on now. That's a, that's laughable. They can't do anything inside of them. I love that stipulation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. No lift kits, no nothing. That's You can't adjust them. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Because they want to be able to sell the cars afterwards. The idea is you can buy Cam Rising's truck. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the idea. That's what they're doing. That's what the dealership's doing. They're going to say whose truck it was. You can buy it. So you is, that a nice, fans. is that a nice truck? Fuck yeah, it is. Whoa. <laughs> a big horn? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Is it loaded? Is it? Did well, they get the loaded uh, ones too? Oh. A big horn is loaded. Yes. That is I know loaded, nothing about the trucks. Yes. That is a, a very nice. Uh, it's is Ram's. Is a line model? Well, it's, a Ram truck is, yes. I mean, that's that's what Ram does. I mean, that's, yes. Big like, horn. A big horn is, is, is one of the top of the line trims. Yes. So okay. it's fifty to fifteen hundred. So it's it's a light duty it's a light duty pickup truck. Are they so all painted the same? I don't think so. I think this I is just a picture. Say, that'd be very confusing if we all drive yeah. to practice and then I come out and I know which one is mine. Right, that's a great point. Yes, which one is yours? I, they probably put their numbers on the side of it. Would be my guess. They, put, they probably put like magnets on to know whose truck Ooh, is. Well, I don't want my number on the side. What if we lose? <laughs> that's my a good truck. point, right? Someone takes a shot at your vehicle. Yeah, it's, it's not yours though, but. I mean, yeah, but I'm responsible for it with the lease. I could say, look, they came at me, you know, I was parked at the apartment. They found out I dropped that pass and we lost or whatever. That'd be terrible. I don't want my number on the truck. Yeah. So it's got to be different. Uh, a full, a fully loaded truck. It's, it's, I, I miss it's 60,000. Sorry for this truck. Um, but what's Wait, interesting, a truck is 60,000. Where have you been? I ain't looked for a truck for a long time. Oh, you don't want to look for at truck prices then. <laughs> Are trucks six figures? Most nice trucks will run you 90,000. Did you say nine zero or one nine? 90,000. 90,000 90, for a truck? Yeah, if you want a high, if you want a nice gas mileage? And you want a nice Ford F-150, nice fully loaded truck? Yeah. Absolutely. Six figures for trucks is simple now. Not even not even a question easy oh my lord easy what are we doing? i would say the average price for a just a basic off the line pickup truck right now is thirty five thousand dollars thirty five i can live with the hundred no but like 30 that's like a stripped down basic model like you want anything of the nice variety oh yeah there's there's truck prices are have become they figured that what they figured out when they when SUVs got very popular. By yep. the way, I do let's talk wheels. So this is well, welcome to the to the podcast portion of the Auto show. Portion of the show. I, I have a one hundred. I have I have I have a one hundred forty thousand dollar Lexus SUV in my driver right now. Just give me what one hundred forty thousand dollar Lexus SUV SUV. That's what that thing costs. That's the truck. Absolute. Look at your frozen face. How did you freeze like that? Look at that. Boy, oh boy, they're gonna have a field day with you. <laughs> Your hands there, 
Your face froze. All right, you're back. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, um, D Style just came in and said a GMC 3500 HD Denali's 96K. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they what they figured out during the SUV craze when everyone started buying SUVs. They said, well, wait a minute. What if we give you a luxury interior with a work truck back end? So we're going to give you the capability of a truck. We're going to give you the four by four, the power and the towing, uh-huh. but we're going to make the inside an escalate and we're going to totally bling it out. We're going to give you 17 inch. I mean, that Ram truck, that, that bighorn has a 17 inch screen on it. Vertical screen, touch screen in the middle, in the middle. It's huge. It's awesome. It's absolutely gorgeous. So now you've got, you know, different cameras all over the place. You have all the different types of, you know, detections. You have semi-autonomous driving, not fully autonomous, but semi-autonomous driving on those trucks. And you have all the capability. You have leather and, you you know, leather, sunroof, huge back. I mean, the back seat in that truck is awesome. Four adults, easy in that truck. No longer squishing, you know, that whole like three in a row and you're squishing between people. None of that crap. Not, nah, none of that crap. You just gave a bunch of football players at a decent one school <laughs> a truck that you could fit four comfortably in, like oh, uh, yeah. like not squishing, but squishing, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And you can't and tell them you can't do it. <laughs> you can't go in there. Not only that, you're like, you can't do that. So don't do that. I'd have to tell mine if it was my kids, like, you got to put the plastic on like oh. Ronnie did back in the house. Do you met, did your grandmother did your yes. naughty have yes. they she had plastic coverings on everything we used to Couldn't go to her house and figure out why it was so well, weird because yeah, they, they had the furniture nice that sticky oh, it was, it was this summer like, was the worst you get oh. sweat you come in and sit down on a couch and you and my grandmother had up, the you most, lost the layer of skin my grandmother had the worst green shag carpet in the living room that was the best in the 70s. And oh, 80s. God, Everybody it was so bad. I remember walking in going, I remember, I used to always walk in there and be like, what the hell is this room? Like she called it her sitting room. She had sitting a downstairs. Nobody had a, sat in it, though. You weren't <laughs> allowed to go in there. She had a downstairs basement, which was done over, which was the living room. That's where you watch TV. So all yeah. the kids would go downstairs to the basement to always watch TV. Yep. And for the, we, we've had an Atari down there and whatnot. But like the upstairs living room was the sitting room and it was white. She had white and red, re- awful colored couches with shag green carpeting. Oh, Christmas special. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I remember just going like, what is this? Those are Italian fly uh, colors. I mean, that's, hell yeah. That's know. exactly what it was. And the kitchen was always too small. My grandmother used to always get pissed off because people would be in the kitchen. You get out of the kitchen, not big enough. And then you had the living room, you had the dining room right off the, the sitting room in this dining room area that had this all the, you know, did your grandmother display all of her china in like a cabinet thing? My mother did. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, it was a passed down thing. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was of like, course, she had a china cabinet. Yep. It was Don't so ever go in there or touch it unless it's a holiday. Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, and Easter. Yeah, for all of them. That's the only time we touch those damn things. We walk by it, walk by that thing, afraid to breathe. Yeah, <laughs> twenty five years in my house. So true. It's so. Oh, it's so. It's so. Amazing. Absolutely, amazingly true. Okay, if you guys are with us on YouTube and on Twitter, thank you. 
We're going to sign you off. We're going to go over to uh, continue with live on YouTube and Twitter. If you guys are all on sports grid or on Sirius XM, we're saying goodbye to you guys tomorrow is a roll call Friday. Hopefully you guys are going to be here. Always a big day. Always a big show. Always a lot of fun. But for you guys who are live, you guys are getting bonus time. What did Kincaid call this? Crap time? Bonus crap something. I, I, I don't know what he crap tastic. <laughs> I don't remember. He just said the extra time thing is funny. He, he, he said my it. name is White Milk. It's awesome. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Okay, two quick okay. stories before better to book it. Prize picks and sites like Prize Picks okay. have now been deemed to be illegal here. So if you're somebody, this is New York and Michigan who have both come first with this. First, it was uh, Michigan will ban Pick'em style DFS games when the state's DFS rules go into effect later this month. That affects prize picks. It affects a bunch of sites like prize picks mm-hmm. in New York. They said a statement was issued by prize picks. Their spokesperson came out and said this about New York. Also who went first saying these style games are illegal saying today's New York's DFS Pick'em ruling from Prize Pick Spokesman. We are meeting regularly with the New York Gaming Controller to discuss the future of fantasy sports in New York. We are grateful for the advocacy efforts from many of our members in the state, and we will work with the policymakers to ensure they can continue to play the fantasy sports they know and love. <laughs> Maybe not, because if you're taking what they're trying to get rid of are the parlay pick sites for prop bets, a.k.a. DFS. So you're coming up with one bet, multiple legs that gives you a payout that they've been calling daily fantasy, which really has not been daily fantasy. <laughs> it's no. par- it's parlay betting. Yes. And it feels like that run's going to come to an end at some point soon. Well, we were trading tech this morning and then had our, our brief phone call, which we do sometimes before the show. And you said you think this will happen fast because New York was first. I do. Like where the push will be. Um, After show crap is what uh, Kincaid called. After show crap. Okay. Yeah. After show crap. So ASC. (laughs) I'm not buying it. I like BBB bonus time, but thank you, Kincaid, for the offer. Um, How fast do you think this happens legitimately? I mean, we done by the end of football season where you're not doing. Yes. You're not be able to do this anywhere? Not anywhere. This is I went, big no, in no, California. No, no. They're not going to just stop doing this there. I wouldn't say anywhere. I would just say New York is going to give cover for any state that is thinking about it to That's do it. That's wavering. Michigan was that. Bam. I mean, New York did it. A week later, Michigan, bam, they followed. So my gut tells me Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, they go next. Ooh. They'll be the next two that will take it down. Ooh. And then it'll just kind of go from there. Illinois, probably be the one after that. Then it's my question is, are we going to see a non-legal state go after the, the prize pick model? Not just Great them, question. but all of them, because that's my point. Because if you're if you have a legal, if you have legal sports betting in your state, I don't know how big prize picks actually is because you're probably betting with books. Those types of sites are monster in Florida, Texas, California. It gives you the chance to do gambling style apps in non-legal states right so we'll hear about it at g2e next week i guarantee you we're going to hear numbers from like what these apps are doing in those states either from the operators in legal states or from the operators in the illegal states 
this is what we're doing. This is where the, the crowd's coming from because like Fliff, right? If you've never heard of Fliff, we, we did some stuff with Fliff back in the day when we were right. props. Fliff is a social sports book in which you go ahead and buy these coins and then you go bet with the coins and you train those coins over into real money. That's how they get around the gambling law. Well, they do the majority of their business in California, which is a non-legal state. So I don't know what happens. I think if you're, I think, I think the legal sports betting states could make, could move quickly to make this stuff illegal. To say you have to, you have to be licensed in this state like everybody else. Especially if it's legal sports books that were birthed in fantasy. <laughs> FanDuel, DraftKings, they were fantasy companies before they were. Right, but they've not been that right, but they've not been doing these types of no, they didn't have to. They got licenses to run a sports book. So they right. said, Yeah, we'll keep our fantasy games, fantasy games. Yes. We'll do sports books and sports books. They were able to keep it separate. Prize picks is not in the sports book business. They're in the what's fantasy the what's business. the other one? There's prize picks. What's the other one that's right underdog? Underdog, thank you. Yeah, yeah, okay. These Let's are doing big that. companies huge as far as probably number of users. They have what seems like an endless amount of marketing money um, because they've spent a ton to be on everywhere. You see Under, the ads, underdog, you see it on yeah. socials. I don't see price picks as much as I see on underdog buys TV spots. So you see that during games. Yeah. Under um, prize picks is social media. They've mastered social media. Right. I, everything I go, I see something or somewhere. Our friend Trent is one mm-hmm. of their big people. I don't know, man. This I'm interested to see what dominoes fall and how fast they fall. Because if this gets done, like you said, in a non-legal state, it's a wrap. What, what do they do? They apply yeah, for licenses and try to yeah. run sports books? No. Yeah. Well, no, right. They close. That's where they have to. Right. I mean, I don't know if they close immediately, but slowly but surely they'll start to peter out. You have to have you have to have a user base. See the difference, yeah. the the difference with this versus DFS. If you're if you're confused at home, wondering, like, well, guys, what's the difference? There's a house in these. DFS is supposed to be peer-to-peer, where you're buying into a daily no break. It's supposed to be no rake, right? But sometimes you have rakes, but like you're playing in a fantasy contest where you buy 25 bucks in and you could win 10,000 or more, whatever. You need users, you need people to feed those contests. So like when DFS went illegal in New York and they classify it as gambling, that's why the DFS community almost fell apart. Yeah. That was a monster moment. Uh-huh. Now they did some things around it. They saved it, possibly being legalized or gambling being pulled down from being illegal state by state that that enabled they stopped worrying about that new york and dfs now took off there's a there's a house you're betting against the house in this this is not like you're going up against a friend in a dfs contest or a head-to-head contest no this is i'm picking five prop bets and i'm going to put 10 bucks in and you're going to pay me 10x my money or you're taking my ten dollars that's the that's the part that they're coming in and saying it's where New York deemed it to be illegal because this is not peer to peer. They're like you're operating a sports book. You need to get a license. 
very expensive. If you remember how much money it was to get a license in New York, <laughs> it was very expensive to get a license. In well, not only is it expensive to get a license, and then it's a 51% tax rate. Yeah. Come so on in. You're that's why, the, that's why I get the Michigan legal, New York legal. Let's see Massachusetts legal, Pennsylvania legal, Illinois legal. Like the, the legal states in America, I think will act very quickly to follow suit. The illegal states in America, I don't know. Right. They're, they're the ones that I'd be curious to see what, and that's really who prize picks cares about or underdog or all, all the, they want the, the big population states that have not legalized, which really there's only three left. <laughs> Ohio, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New York, they're all legal. So right. we're oh, left with Florida, Texas, California. We yeah. know that they know that as well. So, so those are the three states. To, those to, will to, be to. the last three doing this. I'll tell you that. They're not giving up doing this. If they're, they're if they're paying the right people, you're unless right. Unless yeah. they're forced to. They're not giving it up. There's too many people doing it in those places. Fair. Uh, this is the one crazy story of the day before better to book it. What the hell is this? So a guy. <laughs> I read this story. I couldn't believe it. So a gambler got kicked out of Casablanca in Mesquite for stealing. Have you been? I've driven past it numerous times in the way to California. Been there multiple times. Nice. They advertise it's old Vegas. That's what they say. Come like Vegas used to be. Eh, it's good sometimes. It's change is good in some regards. It doesn't need to be like that all the time. You feel like you walked into the time warp. Right. Because they want you to feel that way. That's the whole I thing. I don't know about that, but it's <laughs> it's it's one of those places that listen, people get kicked out of casinos all the time. For, for stealing. Yeah. Every day. He got well, kicked out for theft. He snuck back in. Nobody knew it. He then went to a slot machine and won a $2,000 jackpot. Yeah. And they have to pay it. Well, so he was trespassed. That's what they put on. Right. Get put on the trespassing list when you get banned from a casino, when you get kicked out 16, for whatever reason, yeah. cheating, being disruptive. Yeah. Causing a problem, any Called sort of being thing. 86th. He got 86th. He got 86th from the place. Bam. And then when you work in a casino, like in every department, there's a wall. At least there was in all the books I worked at with the 86th people. And if you see them, you're supposed to say, hey, that guy's on the wall. That woman's on the wall. She's here, there. He's here. You alert security. They say, tap him on the shoulder. You're on the list. 86. You can't be in here. Mm. This guy seven times, seven times. They told him you got to go. He went, came back, go, you, sir. This time he came back. Now he paid a fine, right? Multiple times to come back. Like, uh, I, I here. What's the fine for coming in here? Goodbye. He hit a jackpot two times. Oh, he won three jackpots. Well, this one in question said it was two times. Yeah. Wilson had been trespassed from the casino seven times after failing to pay for a drink, but he re-entered the casino, winning jackpots three times over several months. So they're mad. <laughs> yep. The casino's like, this guy Took didn't us. pay drinks. Kick him out. He's found a way to come back in and win a jackpot. <laughs> Get the signer two dimes and say, I'll take it to game. And 
They're like, oh, okay, well, you've been 86, so we don't have to pay. I can't imagine that for 2000 that we had to have a gaming hearing over it. <laughs> but there was three people on the gaming board. Two, two yeses. To one. <laughs> two yeses said, pay them. It's a customer winning a jackpot. Why wouldn't you pay them? Just pay them yep. and get them out. Yep. One person said no. Former Judge Georgia Sod said no. He's he's not he's there illegally, not paying that guy. Because now what happens is word gets out on the street. If you're banned and you still win a jackpot, they're gonna pay. Get in there, you know. <laughs> find the machines with the with the with the uh progressives. Hi. There's a literal a whole culture of people here that run around and alert each other when bonuses are high on progressives. They come out of nowhere. I used to see guys, because a lot of the machines buy the books are mm-hmm. where a lot of people play because mm-hmm. they play machines. How do they know? How do they know? Slot machines are fascinating because I don't understand them. I was in the book last night yeah. and I was just, I, I had extra time and I was like, I don't understand how this works. Like, I just, I, I want to know how this works because I'm like, I'm watching people and I'm watching people who know what they're doing and they win money playing like 250 a spin. Yeah. And I'm like, I wouldn't even know how to play this game to put a dime in into roll, you know, trying to win money. You no, it, I'm not even gonna. We don't need to get you at that. Okay, I, you I don't have understand. Way too much time on your hand. No, I, I don't. Just, just last night, every was other only, week. Yeah, I just I was I I had hanging on machines and trying. No, no, I had to no, go no, collect because I, I had a ticket. I go cash, so I had to go cash my ticket for the eight and a half that I got the the the, the, the night prior. A good move. So I had to go cash it because I, I I won that ticket, so I had to go cash oh. it. And when I was there, I was just like, I got the money. I was just like, I was burning a hole in my pocket, but I was like, let's. I was gonna go play a slot machine for the hell of it. And I just looked at it and I was like, I don't even know what this does. A slot machine or a <laughs> poker machine? Slot machine, poker. I know video poker. I know right. okay. I can play that. Yeah. I don't talking about I mean, progressives. Talking about like a progressive jackpot when someone at the airport hits a thirty-one million dollar jackpot on the worst odds in all of the state. The worst slot machines are at the airport. Yet somehow this person wins thirty-one million dollars on a progressive jackpot. Putting in twenty dollars too. They're just just passing some time. Twenty dollars, third spin, boom, thirty-one million. Crazy stuff like that happens. Yeah, um, yeah don't. It's it's it it happens. It's not. Listen, there's ways that you can spot things on machines. There's people that literally spy and watch other people play. And that's see that's shitty. That's shitty. People do wait that. for that's them shitty. to get up. Yeah. Or the they bones, send someone the over to people. Yeah, smoke them out. That's, yeah. Like if you, we got people that we know that have posted stuff. I've seen it firsthand. Um, it's annoying as hell. But that was an interesting story. Would you have paid him yes. if you're at a hotel? Yes. I would have paid him to shut him up. I wouldn't have gone, I wouldn't have gone for a hearing. I would have paid him two grand and shut him up to get out of here. But I see you again. I break your hand. Whoa. <laughs> do that now. They used to do that back in the day. You can't break anybody's hand. I would, I would, have, I would, I would have done the, the You casino. do the hammer? Yeah. Right. Which one, which one, which one do you shuffle your checks with? <laughs> Can you do it with your right hand? No. Bang. You ever break a hand? No, I've broken a finger. I never broken my hand. It's, I have never done it either, but like I've got friends and I ask all the time when I see them in a sling, a broken arm or broken mm-hmm. hand, which hand do you wipe your ass with? 
because try for a week opposite. No, thank you. Try it. No, thank you. Yeah, it's it's a big struggle. So you ask the guy, which hand do you eat with? Because he probably wipes his ass with the same hand. And you break <laughs> the other one. Bam. Now what? On that note. Or better to book it for you, actually five. Over 44 and a half commander's bears. Better to book I like it. it. Better. Okay. Field to throw a pick. Minus 128. Throwing a pick in every game so far this year. I feel like this should be higher. <laughs> That's what it was. That's it? Yep. Somebody knows something? Oh. I say bet this too. Okay. Sam Howell do the same thing. Sam Howell's thrown a pick in both home games so far this year. <sighs> On the road, zero. At home, four against the Bills. One in the opener. I would book this one. I don't think he does. I got to rely on the Bears to get a pick. Yep. It's possible. Deflection. But I, I, I don't think he does. Okay. How over 13 and a half rushing yards. He's done this. He's on 13 game? or more in three or four of the games. 40 yards last week. He's running more. Six carries for 40 yards last week. This is a bet. Okay. And then finally, Fields is dinking and dunking over 27 and a half passing attempts. He's gone over this every every game but one. Don't, I don't need completions. I just need to be called. Right. Is this uh is it juicy? Minus one ten. That's it? Yep. Has he gone way over in games? Has he gotten to 30? Oh, has he gone way over? Hold on. Um I had this last night. Justin Fields. Um so his passing attempts have been so far. Uh, uh, 35, 22, 29, 37. Oh, gone I was going to say the number should be 29 and a half. That's, what, that's what I was thinking. It. Okay. So yeah. I figure him to get 30 pass attempts, but I mean, he went way over that number twice. Yeah. First yeah, game, 37 in, in home games against the Bay, against, against Green Bay and against Denver, way over on the road against Kansas City and Tampa Bay, 29 and 22. Game script kind of dictated the chief game because he was they lost 41 10 right. getting killed. So it didn't matter to have him throw the ball that much. But um they've got this dinking and dunking offense that they've now inter- integrated with him where he's just like five yard, five yard, five yard. So it's not completion, not yardage. It's just I need 28 passes called during the game. I haven't looked yet, but we're getting some super chats again. Okay. Thank you guys for doing the super chats. It's a button you hit while you're watching the show live, throw something up there. Whether it's a bet, a comment, we'll get to it here at the end of BVB bonus time or extra crap or whatever Kincaid <laughs> called it. Yeah, you do that. I, I, uh, you're betting or booking it? I think we're betting that. Okay. So let's see what happens tonight. Yeah. Let's go. Not much to bet on, unfortunately. No. It's one side. And I, when I very well, same game teasing it, very possible to take the Bears, go up. Bears plus 12, 12 and a half. Take the total down, go over 38, 38 and a half. If you want to, minus one take the total up and go under. Do you think wow, that's possible? That's scary. 51. Is it really though? It finishes right in the middle there. So I think it's going to so finish then, right around the number. Then does it doesn't matter then, right? Then it goes 24, you, 21. No, if it falls in the middle, every teaser covers. Yeah. So I, I think you're right. I think 24, 20 possible. Somewhere in that neighborhood feels right. 27, 20. I, I think the Bears are live to cover. I'll, I'll say that. I think, I think asking the commanders to cover a six point number is a little bit ridiculous. That's why I'm wearing the Bears hat. 
Okay. I don't trust the commanders at all. Bears are god-awful and they suck, but the commanders aren't exactly good. Uh, I mean, when we do the show tomorrow on Roll Call Friday, I guess uh-huh. you feel better about having a Washington Commanders ticket minus six and them only winning by three and you going, why did I do that? Or taking the Bears plus six and them losing by 10 and go, why, why did I do that? What's worse? Good question. Yeah. Wow. Football guy got fields over 27 and a half attempts at plus money, plus 105. How about that? Wow. Uh, Crunchy Shop Beaver. around. Yeah. Crunchy Beaver said Kincaid is awesome for Eagles fans. He hates the Cowboys. He should. The Cowboys are 73 and 55 all time against the Eagles. Ooh. 77 hours until kickoff. There's only one play in the Dallas San Fran game, in my opinion. Tune in tomorrow. To hear oh, the Crunchy Beaver tease. Crunchy Beaver with a tease in bonus time. Thank you, Crunchy. Uh, Sonic just saw the Arizona Coyotes are going over the air at lo- at the local script station. No more Bally Sports in our market of Arizona. How about that? So wow. rabbit ears for Coyote games and Sun games. Makes oh, sense. Cool. Well, it's old school. Your average age of a person who lives in Arizona is 60. Oh, so why not? No, it's it's the truth. It. It's the oldest state in America. It doesn't, it's, it, that's why it will work in Arizona. Is it really the oldest state in America? I believe it is, yes. Older than Pennsylvania? What? Really? Oh, Pennsylvania's old, man. People come and they never leave. Oldest states in America. I would put Pennsylvania in the top three. Oh, that's really interesting. What? Is that true? What? Okay. So the oldest. Um, oh, I love when you do this. So and mine's racing right now. What? A co- Maine is number one. Well, there's not that many people there. Age Flor- goes up. Florida is two. Oh, everybody retires there. Okay. Arizona's 12th. Yeah. Where's Pennsylvania? Ninth. Huh. Florida's two, West Virginia. This is percentage of people over the age of 65. Maine okay. is one, 21.8%. Florida, 21.3. West Virginia, 20.9. Vermont, 20.6. Delaware, 20. Montana, 19.7. Hawaii, 19.6. New Hampshire, 19.3. Pennsylvania, 19.1. South Carolina, 18.7, Oregon, 18.6, and Arizona, 18.5. Oh, that's interesting. How about about the youngest state is Utah? Mm. The youngest state in America is Utah. There's a lot of kids. Having kids? (laughs) There's a lot of big families up there. You know what I mean? It's having kids. Everybody uh, thinks we're Mormon with that van. All right. Rangers make me nervous. Chris Covey. Hedge nine to one on the Orioles ALCS. Take the Rangers. Wow. Yeah, probably a little bit. Not yeah. Bad idea. Uh, Chris Covey, Cole Komet over receiving yards, anytime touchdown. I agree. I started him tonight on my fantasy team. I think Komet oh, is a big game. Are you two and two? Uh, yep. Washington leaves the seam unprotected a lot, which is what the Bills did to them as well. As long as Fields has time, he likes Cole Komet. Komet had a monster game last week. I agree with you. That's why I like the dink and the dunk idea. Uh, Square teaser tonight, Washington pick over 38 and a half. They win too. 
I might win too. Yeah. Most I don't, I don't mind that. Yeah. I mean, I, again, as I said, I, I don't, I, I don't mind that either. It's, 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 it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Favorite thing about today is what? Kincaid calling me Hell white yeah. milk. King, yeah. Kincaid calling me white milk. That's, that's, that's <laughs> one of my favorite things about today. Seeing John Kincaid so far, my favorite thing about today. Listen, man, yeah. we've, we've talked about it so many times. We've, We've taken texts, DMs, calls, met I got people. One. I got one so, I got to answer after the show's over. Someone's in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I I love doing the show because, one, I get to talk to you, but we get to talk to so many people that are going through some stuff. Yeah. And I hope, you know, John was on for 25 minutes, whatever it was, and you guys reach out to him at John Kincaid on the Twitter, do your thing. Like just so he knows. Because there's times when you don't know and you feel alone and, you know, you got things in your minds racing. And, uh, I mean, he responded in 30 seconds when I texted him this morning. He said, hey, you want to come on a show, talk about Phillies? And can't wait. What time? That's immediately what came back. And I said, well, how do you feel? You know what he said? Like, shit. Uh. And I was like, are you all right? He said, we'll talk about it on the show. Okay. And that was it. I didn't ask. So I didn't know what to expect. But I mean, then we traded a couple more texts and I was like, he said, you haven't seen me. My hair's gone. This and that, all this. Other. I thought he looked great. Yeah. My gosh. You know, and um, you just don't know ever. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had some crazy week, man, with, with, you know, Wakefield and Russ Francis at the beginning of the week. We're talking about that. Seeing John Kincaid today is the best thing about today so far for me. Amen to that. I concur with that. And then the other thing is what you sent to me that the NFL, according to the New York Post, pushed its TV partners, NBC, CBS, Fox, and ESPN, to run free Taylor Swift movie promos this past week. Only NBC and ESPN were the ones that ultimately did it. Some TV execs speculate the NFL's end goal is to get Swift for a halftime show for the Super Bowl because she won't do it unless they pay at the moment. Hmm. Just saying. Free. Free on the number one show on TV. Remember I said to you, said, when was that placed? I said, I need to know when that was placed because that will tell a lot as to what's going on. With Taylor Swift, conspiracy theories, Travis Kelsey, and the NFL. Even Travis Kelsey himself on his podcast yesterday with his brother said, it's been over the top. It's too much. The NFL has done too much with it. Because I think even he realized, what the fuck did I do? What did I, what did I do? I completely fucked my whole life up. My teammates are pissed off. My whole market's pissed off. This is supposed to be just a nice little bounce. I'm trying to get my Q rating up. I want to be an actor when I go out. Instead, I got a tsunami of these, you know, 19 year old girls. They're all over me. I don't know what the fuck's going on now. Just trying to go. I was trying to go on a nice little platonic date and hang out with with someone that I liked and a girl I thought was cool. Not all this. I didn't ask for all this. No. They asked NBC and NBC said yes. <laughs> like we're t- uh, it's not like Super Bowl prices, but I would love to find out what a New York Jet Sunday Night Football spot for thirty seconds would run on NBC Sunday Night Football. We got anybody that knows? Just got to be multi multi millions yeah. for a thirty second spot. Five million, seven million, ten million. Oh 
Oh. And they're like, here, here, Taylor, here. Just saying there's a whole lot of conspiracy bullshit rolling around here. And that is not a good look for the NFL. And it's not a good look for Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey. This thing probably goes away fast, in, in, in my opinion, because people are starting to get annoyed with the whole thing. Oh, I was hoping we made it to the holidays. I don't think so. I, I, I think we'll hear less and less about the two of them for a while now. I think this, this will all slow down. You don't think they're dressing up together for Halloween? They might for like a social media post or something, but like, I, I, I don't think it's going to be like you're they're out for Christmas shopping together or they're out. Like, I don't think we're going to see these types of things going on. Travis has a lot left to go. Taylor's about to go overseas. As I said, she's in Tokyo for the Super Bowl. I think the NFL wants to be in the Taylor Swift business, but there's an article on Yahoo sports written by a friend of mine who she just took apart the NFL for their going all in on Taylor saying, yeah, because like they're, they've been so woeful with marketing to women and young women in particular over the years. Yeah. Like this is the entry point that the NFL comes in and really heavily addresses the female population. I don't really, I didn't read the whole thing. I don't agree with it, but there are people who are very angry at the level that the NFL went into the the whole Taylor Swift thing. Fast too. Fast and conspiratorial. Too planned, too perfect. Nonsense. A lot of it, a lot of nonsense. I would agree. L Duncan, who was on my side from ESPN, took it all back. So I tweeted at her. I said, what are you doing? You dumped off the cliff too quick. Look at this. There's more evidence. We're on the right side. She just wrote back a funny emoji, a geek emoji. So it was funny. (laughs) It's funny. So, but I was like, Elle and I were on the island saying it's not real. Still maintain it's not real. Yeah. Still maintain it's not real. Roll call Friday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's real. Dave me back tomorrow. Same place, same time. Good show tomorrow. See you tomorrow for RCF.